0: Welcome, everyone, to the last Concrete Conservative show of 2019. I'm yours truly, Mac of the Rock, with Victorious Ed Vidal, who's now Gramps, Ed Vidal, Gramp, uh, Victorious Gramps. That's right. With a uh, shortstop naming grandson well, name.
1: Welcome, everyone, to WSQF 94.5 FM in Key Biscayne, the Concrete Conservatives talk show. And this is Ed Vidal. I will be... Visiting Manhattan from Thanksgiving through Christmas this year, uh, we're going to rent. We've rented an Airbnb, and we're going to stay with our daughter and her husband and her new son
0: named Rory Cullen, a shortstop.
1: R- Rory Cullen. Now, doesn't that sound like a shortstop's name?
0: Absolutely, sounds like so a Boston Red Sox. I'm looking Red forward
1: Sox. to meeting him. No, not a Boston Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> got to be a Yankee. I set you or up. I set you. That'll be a Yankee. So, we're looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun.
0: And and uh, does, uh, does your wife say that Roy looks like a Vidal? Looks like no, a color- no.
1: He looks he looks, uh, like he looks fine. Yeah, he, he looks, looks
0: fine. <laughs> he looks like a short- he's got ears and eyes. He looks
1: like a shortstop, so he's <laughs> fine. No, he's good. He's a- you don't
0: know no. He looks like a Vidal. Or he looks like a. Uh,
1: we don't know. We just want, for- I just want to know what he believes and how he acts. So that's all I care about. What he looks like is fine.
0: Well, it's fine as long as he can memorize law and be another racket busting attorney. No,
1: no. He can be whatever he wants. His father is an MBA. From Stanford.
0: Oh, my gosh. Right. So,
1: no, and his his, uh, mother is uh, a human HR consultant in New York. It's funny. Both the kids, uh, the mother and the father, work for uh, uh, Silicon Valley startups. The father works for Juul.
0: No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: And they
0: make a lot of money. And, and, of, and
1: today, the Trumpster backed down on... Uh, on the
0: going to 21?
1: Right. And also on uh, banning any kind of flavored uh, vaping. And my daughter works for an HR consulting firm. Also based in... Uh, both both companies are based in Silicon Valley Has or San interviewed, Francisco.
0: Uh, Ambassador Yonovich
1: No, why, no, no. This is, is she private,
0: blaming about Trump firing her?
1: Private sector. See, the Trumpster made a mistake. He thought... He doesn't realize that government is not like business. He thought... That once you buy a company, and maybe there was competition, once you buy a company, uh, you—he thought you get you get to own it. You, everybody would be lining up and, and doing their uh, best for I you. He, I
0: don't think he thought about that. I think he didn't. He wasn't prepared to fill in these vacancies. Right. Therefore, he left Obama officials there.
1: He should not have left all these holdovers. He should have required every political appointment to resign. On day Just one, like
0: Obama did the Bushes' people.
1: That's that's well, the way. Well, my
0: people or no people,
1: or no people. No people is better than Obama's he have asked people. You could
0: ask the Federalist Society for all those judges that he wasn't going to nominate to fill positions as well. Right,
1: there are plenty of other positions and and people that he can name, uh, but he is made he a he mistake. He didn't
0: have any real big benefactors towards his campaign. Those are usually right. who you give these ambassadorships to. The guys who raise a lot of money, like. Mr. Sullivan, who's going to testify tomorrow?
1: Well, whoever it is, um, Woody Johnson from the New York Jets is now ambassador to Great Britain.
0: And notice how Great Britain's economy tanks as soon as no, he No, ambassador. no,
1: no, Boris Johnson is going to win the uh, Brexit. You think so? Yeah. Uh, all the polls, uh, many polls, are saying he's going to win big. Nigel so
0: Nigel says that if he does, they're going to take his head off. Well, just like absolutely. They took off the other person's head
1: off. Absolutely. No, that's 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 true.
0: They're they're the the British Tea Party man. They're not messing around.
1: Brexit. Yes. But no, I think uh, Trump, you know, our whole administrative branch of the federal government, as we've said before, needs to be subjected to civil service reform. We need fewer of them. Next time there's a government shutdown, everybody who's non-essential, terminate them. Second, they need to be dispersed, so they're not all concentrated but in, the in Washington. Of
0: a budget impasse, so there's fervor in the
1: air. Right. So the just say
0: terminate for everyone. And for sales right. The whole and Washington,
1: yeah, Washington uh, metro area also. will Let have a, a recession. By a
0: bunch of Pakistanis
1: and So and then the people need to be dispersed. The Department of Agriculture is taking a step forward. By having some of its scientists go to Kansas City, and they're very upset about it, but that's what they got to do. Other, other departments need to do something like that. Number three, I think we need to have term limits. Now, there's a place where you, of course, agree with term limits, right? For judges. No, well, for judges, but also for federal bureaucrats. No. No, why not? You want these people serving for lifetimes?
0: No, because they're paid employees and they could just get fired. They no, but they haven't bar- been. Well, that's well, the problem they have. Well, they party. have.
1: Well, that's the other thing. We need to take away the rights of collective bargaining for federal bureaucrats. Absolutely, which John Kennedy provided around sixty-one, sixty-two. Yeah, because
0: such a wonderful president. Yeah, Everybody right. Everybody loves John F. Kennedy. But the Democratic Party. I heard Trumpster Junior. say. You know, I tell my friends that I hunt with. Hey, this is not the Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy. Well, Absolutely not. It's that's not even, where you're pointing it's, to. It's, it's, it's not, not even the Democratic
1: Party of uh, Bill Clinton. Clinton was kind of a s- the semi-centrist.
0: The a decent Democrat, his name was Harry Truman. Well, that's okay, it. That's, that's fine. After that, that's... it's over. Been downhill for these people. They're like six for six now for loser presidents. Jimmy Carter. Did you John see F. what F. happened with uh, Johnson?
1: Your buddy King... Mikey Bloomberg. What happened to Mikey? He apologized this oh, weekend for, for his f- stop and frisk stop policy and that frisk. kept New York safe. So that's what's happening. He kept the women safe. Absolutely. So he runs for he's running for president. I thought he was gonna be the centrist moderate alternative. Do you
0: think he'll have to come out with his own uh with his own box to stand on?
1: Uh, I I think so. He's pretty short. Yeah. yeah he's it's... also a um, a gun grabber, big time, a climate change alarmist. And, and a
0: two-liter bottle enthusiast.
1: And Yeah, a Big Gulp, forget it. Yeah, and he's also he's an apologist for the emperor of China. Check he is it. on the video saying, oh, he has to be accountable to the people.
0: Plus, uh, he's a flim-flammer changing parties all the time.
1: Yes, he's been changing. Man he was without a heart. Democrat, Republican, Independent, now Democrat. He's yep. basically the tin man. Yeah, he's pretty bad, and he is very short, so he's going to have a hard time. But I, I think say he
0: comes out with his own box, soapbox, I can stand on uh,
1: a little box for him. Yeah, he comes okay. out in the
0: debates. He brings his own box so he can stand on top of it. He can raise the mic and make a joke out of it, and Trump will be looking at him like
1: no, he's not going to get the domination. It's
0: I don't. I think I think I personally think that liberals are so politically bipolar. That since they already did the black thing to clean to cleanse their souls by putting Do you in think Pete Buttigieg? Yes, they're going to put the gay guy in there. I think every liberal really wants the first man as first lady. The the I can see them Buttigieg gay has Imagine zero reading a bunch of Muslims. No,
1: gay <laughs> gets. But think z- about
0: it. Imagine that
1: gay <laughs> gets zero support from African American Democrats. Well, zero.
0: Apparently, Trump's going to get probably fifteen or uh, 15 eighteen. Twenty or thirty. More. Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. think he'll get twenty or thirty because. That would mean that they all came to vote. It's not likely. You never
1: know. It's building up, especially uh, African-American males. Well, the, Christian
0: the, males because of Kanye West.
1: That's, that,
0: that, was that's, a, that was a coup in Houston, man. Yeah,
1: me. that was big. We've been to that church, uh, Joel Osteen's.
0: Wasn't it the You no, 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 it
1: used to be. It's where uh, it's the, Houston, it used to be a uh, basketball arena for the Houston Rockets. Rockets. And it, that's where they beat uh, the Knicks in 94. And then again, they won in 95. Those are their two... World Championships, Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde
0: Drexler,
1: it's a, it's an old arena, so when they built a new one downtown Houston, uh, Joel Osteen, who had uh, inherited the church from his father, Lakewood Baptist Church, well, took w- it w- over.
0: Stadium.
1: Yeah, he took over the, uh, the it's, it, it, from, it holds uh, like 20,000 people, yeah, and he man. fills it. It's he a show. It. It's I a show. It. <laughs> And he he himself is not an ordained minister. <laughs> he was his father's Keeper. audio visual director for 20 years. He dropped out of college, went back to work, and he worked for his father. He was the audiovisual director, you know, directing all the all the filming and so on. And he learned everything there. And he's a he's great. He's a now he's kind of a prosperity preacher. Uh, there's there are no crosses. Uh, in in his church that my wife could see, but it, you know it's a Christian church, and Kanye really knocked it out. He's well good. when
0: there's no crosses, it's basically in, the emphasis is the New Testament, correct?
1: Mm, I'm not sure. They, his his emphasis is God wants you to succeed, and you know there's so that's truth kinda in Mormon. that. That's, that's kind of Mormon. Well, there's truth in that. So uh, no, he's it, it. You know it's it's certainly a great thing. And then also Kanye went to the Harris County Jail. And he played... Uh, I reminded me of B.B. Uh, King in 1968, who went to the Cook County, Illinois jail and played a concert there, uh, blues, though. So, was it did for rap. free? Yeah. Well,
2: it was for cigarettes?
1: What do you, no, what are you going to do? For cigarettes? And no, <laughs> cigarettes of course it was in? for free. But, uh, you know, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, who's a very conservative, law-abiding guy, he praised Kanye and... Um, I think Kanye is going to have an impact. He said, "He said, don't vote for any Democrat."
0: Yeah, plain and simple. We've yeah. been begging for a black man to stand up like that for a long time.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's really has a lot of courage. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't think that. so. He's
0: just got a lot of money.
1: No, he has good. Now he's had. You he can buy
0: courage with that kind of money.
1: Now he has sense. No courage
0: no, is moi.
1: No, no, no. Courage is not something you can. Courage buy. is
0: taking on the fourth largest school district with fifty grand. Okay? All
1: right, that's you. Yeah, that's all right. Me. So today we're going to talk about voter integrity. And that's a big issue down here in South Florida.
0: Well, it is with the Florida Parent and Power Law. There is no voter with, integrity. With all,
1: yeah, there's no voter integrity. So our first host uh, caller will be calling in, in about 10 after, Logan Churchwell. I know him from Houston. He is the public speak, spokesman for the Public Interest Legal Foundation. He is based in Tampa. The foundation is based in Washington. And they have been looking at the voter registration rolls to see if the right dead people? people are in there. Uh, and I think that's very important, because I do poll watching on Election Day.
0: They say in Kentucky but there's it's a too bunch late. of illegals registered.
1: There, that could be. There's yeah. an
0: audio uh, recording of a lady calling into the Kentucky Elections Bureau and saying, look, my husband's an illegal, and he's registered to vote right. there, and we live in California. How could that be? There you go. All
1: right, let's see if Logan's calling in.
0: This is WSQF 94.5, the Concrete Conservative, this is, Logan, please speak up. Hi, how are you doing? How are you today? Good, good. uh, Am I speaking to Logan? Yes. Nice to meet you. All right, Logan, this is Ed Vidal. Thank
1: you for calling.
3: Thank you for having me again.
1: Right, so why don't you tell our audience uh, who you're with and what you guys have been up to. I was just giving you a little introduction on voter integrity.
4: All right, well... Uh, Thanks again for having me. My name is Logan Churchwell. I'm the Communications and Research Director for the Public Interest Legal Foundation. We are a 501 C3 not-for-profit law firm uh, based in Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Okay. Who's the founder of your uh, foundation? Is that one of the uh, former Department of Justice lawyers?
4: Yes. uh, His name is Jay Christian Adams. Okay. I've seen him on Fox News. Uh, over the years, he's also a New York Times best-selling author for the book uh, *Injustice*, which in bookstores everywhere.
1: Great. All right, get that plug in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, so tell us, what do you? Uh, what state do you find that had the most controversial voter registrations? Are you guys looking into all fifty states, or just on a case-by-case basis?
4: Well, we wanted to go to the, the state that is ground zero for these issues. and uh, has been for. You know, going back to the year 2000 really and of course that's Florida I mean in the years since then you know there are close elections and then there are Florida close elections and in Florida you know, a couple dozen maybe a couple hundred votes can be the difference between being the governor for being the next United States Senator or, or president, or even right.
0: the U.S. President.
1: Right. Absolutely. Uh, now, yeah, th- this weekend I was talking to some Republican women who are active in poll-watching, and uh, and I've been active in poll-watching on Election Day and during early voting. But we really appreciate what you guys are doing, which is going through the voter rolls. Because if the voter rolls are wrong, poll-watching isn't going to help. Why don't you tell us right. about that?
4: Well, I mean, there's... There, everything there is a season and uh, poll watching is an excellent thing that you can do especially if you aren't that technically savvy or you know you can't commit your career to working in elections uh, like uh, some very few people really can so of course there's a place for poll watching and not just sitting in the polls but in some states you can also watch the absentee ballots get opened and counted all that is valuable but if you want to really cut to the issue of election integrity the work is already done or left undone before the polls open um, and before those poll watchers hit their stations. And Public Interest Legal Foundation is essentially committed to a permanent campaign where we don't really care who's running for office, who looks like they're going to win or lose. The campaign is for the elections themselves uh, to make sure that a culture of corruption does not creep into our systems or in the very least a culture of just being lazy. Um, because (laughs) whenever you do that, things get missed, uh, voter rolls become corrupted, and you can take a look anywhere in the country right now, in the United States, where there are issues of local corruption, like Flint, uh, like down in South Texas, uh, various places in Maryland and California, uh, where you just look at the local news coverage, you think, oh my God, how did it get that bad? How did the water go that bad? How How were mayors and South Texas getting arrested for fraud, if you look back at their voting history and at their voter rolls, those things started to sour just before the corruption became obvious and in the front page news. So we have to look at those issues first and foremost uh, to make sure that elections are going to be honest and fair uh, with integrity and they're secure from outside attacks. So we started with Florida, uh, with Palm Beach County and in- Particular, now we're looking across the state of Florida and we're going to take the show on the road to many states.
1: So, what did you find in Palm Beach County?
4: Well, we found a lot of things. Um, We were particularly concerned that there's been any time that there's an election and you have a close election at that, good chance there's going to be recount drama Mm -hmm. in that state, in Florida, and it's probably going to show up. Uh, in Palm Beach County and of course it, it did in 2018 and has in, two, in the year 2000 as well. So uh, we started with Palm Beach because uh, what's unique about Florida and a lot of people don't know this is not many places in the country can a governor call up the, the county election supervisor or whatever they're called in that given state yep. and say you're fired. That, that's kind of unique in mm-hmm. Florida. So. Kind so why, why, excuse
0: that. me, uh, that, if it's so unique, why is it that we had such a difficulty firing the Broward County, Mrs. Because uh, they didn't want
1: to fire a black woman. Rick Scott didn't want to fire a black woman before he ran for the Senate.
0: My God, is he that spineless or that what? That was him. A total lack of character. That's
1: our reading. This, don't blame Logan for that.
4: <laughs> well, here's the issue. Yes, there's there's been supervisors throughout the state over the years. That have had drama surrounding their office. Supervisor, um, the supervisor in Broward County had been sued for voter roll issues in the past, and Supervisor Booker uh, was very much of the mind that you know, it was her way or the highway, she did not care what the governor had to say, what the Secretary of State had to say, no matter who they were, you know, she was boss. And um, that mindset translated into this kind of recount drama that we saw most recently in 2018, and when we decided to crack open her books, which is essentially what public interest legal does, is we, we pick a jurisdiction and say, okay, we're going to leverage all of the state and federal laws that allow us access to the back rooms of the voter registration office and look at all of the good stuff. It's amazing what any of us, you or I, kind of powers we have whenever we want to see an election record I mean I can go into any election office in the United States and I can put my own hands on a given person's voter registration application you can too I mean that's how strong the laws are so uh, we did that we went into Palm Beach County and we wanted to see every single time for example that a non-U.S. citizen called the office Palm Beach County and said guys I made a mistake I'm registered to vote, I'm a green card holder, I am not a U.S. citizen, but I want to become a U.S. citizen, and in order for that to even have, have a chance of even happening, and me not get deported, you've got to cancel my voter registration record. And a record of said cancellation is created. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You or I can go see that record. We mm-hmm. can see the name of the person, we can see when they contacted, we can see... Uh, A lot of these times, these folks write letters explaining their mistake. They have to create a paper trail and show remorse so immigration can see that. Mm -hmm. All that's visible to you or I or anyone. Mm -hmm. So we were able to collect data like that, but uh, the bulk of our findings were focused on the voter roll itself, the people that are registered to vote, and we were able to use that information and compare it against a variety of databases and identify things like, How many people are registered to vote claiming UPS stores as homes? How many people claim police departments and municipal buildings as homes in the county?
0: How about the the dollar store down the street? I'm sure that's appeared as as an address here in South Florida. Somebody's dollar store.
4: Or or check cashing store. Right. And the good thing about Florida is that it has very strict laws compared to, let's say, Texas. For example, Texas has very flimsy laws when it comes to residency requirements for voter registration purposes. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's lots of ways in which you can fudge where you actually live in Texas. In Florida, it says on the voter registration form give us your house address, the place where you live cannot be a P.O. box. Mm -hmm. And um, Florida also requires its counties to essentially generate a blacklist of all known addresses that are not residential, okay. so commercial buildings, office buildings, government buildings. They're supposed to have a list of all of those things, so if someone claims something on the blacklist in terms of an address, the system flags and says, wait a minute, this is wrong. This person's up to something. You've got to confront them.
1: Despite all those rules and laws, they still had these uh, problems in Palm Beach County?
4: Yes. Um, And and one point I want to make on this to start is that the current Palm Beach County Supervisor of Elections, her name is Wendy Link. She's been on the job as of this year. Uh, She was put there uh, by Governor Ron DeSantis. One of the first things he did as governor uh, was get rid of Susan Booker and put Wendy Link in in that place. This report has nothing to do with Wendy Link uh, and her office. These are all issues that she inherited 100 percent. And... What we said, one of the main findings that we presented to her office, and she was very gracious and had an open door and promised to dive into everything that we showed her according mm-hmm. to the laws, because there's ways to process these findings that have to be done according to Fort Florida law. Okay. Uh, was there's there's gaps in your blacklist? There are people, even though the law says you cannot claim a PO box as a home, we found this many people where. Someone is claiming the street address of the post office building as their home address and their P.O. box number as an apartment. They're actually calling it apartment number 1234 when that, in reality, is their P.O. box number. Okay. And the system wasn't catching that. So you have people registering at gas stations, claiming uh, municipal buildings as homes, uh, finding a way around the P.O. box number uh, system and making those look like apartments instead of PO boxes.
1: So where do those people live? I mean, are they real? Are they non- uh, non-citizens? non Why do they do that? Who? Do they...
0: I mean, doesn't the well, photo ID completely eliminate all this? It's not always a photo yeah, ID.
4: Not really, uh, because in Florida, you don't have to show a photo ID right. polls, uh, No, I mean, passing the passing
0: the law, I mean. In other right.
4: words... <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing, though. Photo, uh, photo voter ID, is a great idea, but it's not a cure-all. Just like building a border wall is a great idea, but it's not going to solve all of your issues. Um, So voter ID is good when it comes to making sure that check-ins at the polls are efficient and that people are who they say they are, but a voter ID is not going to fix everything. This issue of people trying to weasel around residence requirements or voter registration there's a chance that they're probably not even doing this to commit quote-unquote voter fraud. What they may be doing is trying to confuse some other office, like a school district, where they live or don't live. Because a lot of these places where these addresses
0: were phony, they were in nice neighborhoods. So they were trying to get their kids into better schools?
4: It's very possible, and it's also in keeping with what we've seen around the country where voter registration offices are leveraged to commit fraud against other government agencies. So in South Texas, you have human smugglers that are registering people to vote. So if their human cargo gets caught at the border, they flash a Texas voter registration card, something only a U.S. citizen should have. And then the conversation with that border patrol agent ends because they're dealing with, by all appearances, a U.S. citizen, they have to let them keep moving. So, and that person may never go on to go commit voter fraud But they had a a voter registration that was not duly authorized to them right Uh, but it was a that was that person's real name on the form so yes we've seen where that information is leveraged that that voter registration system is leveraged to confuse other officials that have nothing to do with voting and may never vote in their lifetime uh, but it helps them uh, achieve whatever goal that they have um, elsewhere so but, but let's get back to the data here. You have con- issues over the voter registration office accepting addresses that it shouldn't. You have non-citizens becoming registered to vote. The largest piece of our findings, however, were people that were registered to vote in Palm Beach County and somewhere else at the same time. Uh-huh. Some of them were voting.
1: Snowbirds. So we always
4: hear about the snowbird vote in Florida, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, every every two years, the snowbirds come to nest in, right. in November of an election year. Uh, and, and that's true. It is very much true over a dozen states.
0: So basically uh, they're voting twice in two different states? Yep.
4: That's correct. They, they are casting an absentee ballot in one state and they're showing up in person in another. Or they're casting two absentee ballots because absentee balloting is getting so popular. And it requires less effort physically moving around. So, uh, yes, it, it is very true that snowbirds come to Florida and they vote. And they vote twice.
0: Now, isn't there isn't there something you all can do as, as a legal foundation to bring a case to the Supreme Court to just create a robe versus Wade kind of case for photo photo ID nationwide? Because we're gonna well, we're gonna lose our country just because people are not gonna trust the voting.
4: The solution to this, the double voting issue, for example. Uh, because it's not just double voting it's also double registration you have to be registered twice in order to vote twice yep and though we found hundreds of cases of double voting we've got over tens of thousands of cases of double registration uh, major clusters of the, uh, clusters of those in the northeastern corridor alone uh, but also people in texas and all the way out on the west coast the, the solution here isn't so much a voter id issue but it's making sure that Florida is in communication with other states because yep. up until this year, in 2019, Florida was not – it was operating on an island. It was not talking to any other state and taking information to see that, for example, someone moved from New York to Palm Beach County. They, Florida officials up until this year were not talking to anyone in New York State to see that you know, Logan Churchwell just moved.
0: And rescinded uh, his right to vote in New York.
4: Right. So New York needs to know it so they can get rid of him in New York, but they can keep him in Florida.
1: Now, have all, the states Florida. Been, have all the states been willing to volunteer for this? Because I remember uh, a year or two ago, Chris Kobach was leading a commission, and uh, they found that some states were really not willing to cooperate.
4: Right. Uh, so you had a majority of U.S. states in the kansas consortium is what it was called it didn't, it had a couple of different names the kansas crosscheck the right. kansas consortium or just crosscheck but it was chris Kobach's
2: system okay that he
4: really built he didn't start it but he really expanded it and took it to the majority of states that um paused somewhere in the early 2017 uh they stopped processing data and to to answer that demand uh pew research Operated its own system okay. called ERIC,
2: the okay. Electronic
4: Registration Information Center. And what that does, um, instead of states communicating with each other directly, mm-hmm. and it's all a government process, Right. Pew starts a nonprofit okay. and says, okay, states, if you pay dues to this nonprofit, tens of thousands of dollars a year, and you give us all of your voter data and all of your driver's license information, we will do what CrossCheck either was doing for you or you never agreed to with them in the first place. Okay. Um, But you just have to pay us for it. And and there were other strings attached, but they are promising the same thing and and way more accurate.
1: And I understand that uh, they've done it, Uh, Florida has signed up for that, for Eric.
4: They did, so they they agreed to join some time ago, and it wasn't until this year that uh, they actually committed fully, signed all the paperwork. And join the collective there, okay. but before they did that, uh, the the reason that they did that is they saw our Palm Beach County information. We okay. showed it to the county. We took meetings with the Secretary of State's office, and we essentially said, "Look, there's value in you collaborating with other states." Yep. Because here's what you find when you compare just Palm Beach County against just New York State or the state of Pennsylvania, uh, some of these states. Uh, in the northeastern corridor where you have a lot of people coming and going from, uh, relocating from. There's value in this. We're not telling you that Eric is the best way. We're we're just not going to pick and choose for you. But you've got to be talking to someone somehow because this problem is only going to get worse. Florida is only going to grow.
1: Right.
0: Okay, how about this other issue that recently there was a statewide vote that obligated Dade County to elect their voter, uh, their election's uh supervisor. supervisor of elections and, and we were we were probably the only county that had it right appointed by our mayor meaning skin in the game the
1: county executive yeah yeah
0: but, but by voting in our town in this town that has so much immigration and so many uh small pockets of minorities within minorities because we actually we're all minority in terms of latino but among minorities we're very different voters you know colombians Nicaraguans, cubans uh I, I find it really odd that the state can force us to have to elect our county super, uh, election supervisor. I find it kind of appalling, and is any Every other
1: county does it.
0: So, the, but if everybody's thinking the same, somebody's not thinking, and that's no. always the theory. So, is there? You think there's an appeal on date counties? Can date county appeal that decision? Even though it was a statewide vote.
4: Look, when it comes to selecting your election officials, Florida has a pretty solid system compared to other states uh, because in take texas for example depending on which county you live in the, just where, the county itself where you live determines whether you get to pick your election officials or not uh, so if you live in harris county which is houston you get to elect your election officials that are going to take care of you for the next four years they run on four-year cycles if you live in dallas texas you don't get that vote. The county commissioners pick that for you. So, sure, Florida may have good or bad uh, candidates for voter registration, for uh, to run the supervisor of elections office. Uh, but the fact is, no matter where you live in Florida, you get to have that choice, uh, and that's that's a good thing to have.
0: But it's and- harder to fire when they're elected. That no, was-
1: they can be fired by the government, even if by the governor, even if what they're elected.
0: Well, look how long it took uh well, wh- yeah, the that's, snipes. Well, yeah,
1: that's politics.
0: Okay. All right. So case closed. Yeah, I always wondered. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, I think the big issues in Florida are down here. Uh, I don't know. Palm Beach County uh, it seems to be a lot of trouble. They, there are a lot of wealthy people up there. What's the matter? Why are they so corrupt? Uh, Broward County is a big urban county, and then Dade County is another uh, mishmash of immigrants from all over. So these are difficult... Places, But I can tell you that Dade County has been running a pretty good system with Christina White for the last few years. And Broward had some real problems. Uh, Brenda Snipes, before she was fired, she actually, during a disputed election, after the election, she burnt the ballots. She actually burnt them. It was like a a comedy. Uh, So, you know, I think these supervisors of elections, as long as we have people like what Logan is doing and looking after their roles. Now, Logan, are you guys gonna keep going and go to Broward and Dade? We're already there. Oh, okay, good.
4: Uh, Very soon we'll actually be releasing our findings. So we do this in phases, and this is another important educational point here. The data that is available on our website at publicinterestlegal.org about Palm Beach County was generated and presented to Palm Beach County election officials back in May of this year. And we're talking about this in november why the gap um for starters uh it allows us and the county to have time to communicate with each other about the findings the following months okay uh, and essentially fine-tune our information but also uh just in case and it didn't happen uh but just in case there there was some kind of glitch of the data that was provided to us by the state and they were able to say, well, wait a minute, we gave you corrupted data that you processed. Here's why you're seeing all these funky findings. is because our system was screwed up to begin with. That didn't happen, but we essentially want to give as much time as we can to have a back and forth about the findings that we had and also get a good grasp on um, how the county is going to process these things because you know, we, in Palm Beach County we found over 2,200 dead people on the voter roll. Uh, These are just people that are dead, not necessarily voting. That was a separate finding. Uh, You had hundreds of those, but these are just people that died. And one thing, one pattern that we pulled out of that was a lot of these people, at least 2,200 dead on the rolls, died in the 1990s. Why are they still there? I mean, it's one thing if you died a month before we did our research and the rolls hadn't caught up. That's fine. We account for that. But if you died in 1995... And the state of Florida voter database thinks not only are you still alive, but you're an active voter, therefore eligible to receive automatic mail ballots every time a mail ballot is printed and circulated. That's a problem. So that, that gap in time allows us to go to the county and say, you know, what it gives? How do you get to live on for decades after death? And we learn things like, for example, in Florida, if you die – and the county does not immediately take notice of your death, then there's no coming back and catching that mistake later on. They never look backwards. They're always just trying to keep head above water. How many people died this week? Okay, let's take care of those. Or this month, let's take care of those. They don't go back and say, did we miss any last month
1: or they, the month before that? Don't they delete some when they don't vote after uh, you know four or five elections?
4: Well, that, that, there's a kink in the... Uh, election law there so as long as your mail does not bounce back then they are generally operating under the assumption that that address is still good and mm. therefore you are still alive and just because you are not voting that should not be misconstrued to mean that you're either dead or relocated maybe there's just no one that's driving you to the poll that, that you're excited about you're just holding out for that great candidate mm. uh, so they're not immediately going to jump to the conclusion. That something happened to you, and therefore you should be removed. They 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 overcautiously wait for some kind of evidence uh, that something is wrong. Uh, But when it comes to dead people, if you're showing zero activity over a span of decades, and by the way you were born in the 1800s, a logical person starts to think, oh wait a minute, something just does not add up here. This person appears to be 115 years old. Either they're dead and we need to take care of it, or let's go find them and turn their their life story into a PSA about voting over the age of
1: 100-something. But
4: you gotta have some kind of eye toward looking at your data in a way um, that is critical of it always. And always wondering who's my oldest voter right now? Are they still alive?
1: Yeah. Okay. That, that
4: kind of thinking just does not exist.
1: Do you have any evidence that a dead voters voted?
4: We do. Uh, in the report, <laughs> uh, we have a whole section dedicated to it. Like thousands
0: I mean, or hundreds?
4: We're talking hundreds. Um, and in fact, it's 139 uh, people uh, that were showing up as, as dead voters. And
0: but they actually voted. Somebody voted on their behalf. Yep.
4: They're given credits. Yeah. There's 139 credits given to dead people, and some of these credits show that they voted in person. Some of them voted absentee. Um, any which way, you could have voted. Uh, we've seen all, seen it all, and the reason another reason why we give the county time to process this before we go live with it uh, and talk about these numbers is so they can go back into their records. And figure out, okay, this we are we're, we're credited for giving this person a vote in person in the 2016 election. Let's go back and look at the poll book and see who actually signed it. Uh, because, and this is kind of common, you have a junior senior issue where a senior's dead, but son junior is still alive, goes to vote, and the poll worker, like we discussed earlier. They see Junior's name, and they accidentally have him sign on the line for Senior. Mm. So Senior gets the credit for voting, even though Senior's dead, long dead. Junior doesn't get the credit. And what happens is, if Junior keeps not getting the credit, then eventually uh, the election office is going to wonder, where did Junior go? Senior's still voting? Did Junior right. move away.
0: And no, And Junior's that,
4: and, and Junior, could be up for removal.
0: And Junior uh, can also come later and vote like just leave and come back and vote again
4: it's all very possible um, especially with the id protocols that are set up in florida but what you have here is not a voter fraud issue but it could be a civil rights issue where juniors voter registration status can be held up under question because he's not voting but senior still is Mm -hmm. is junior still at home uh we we haven't heard from him he's not voting
1: Yep, that, that could all be all right. A well, so you're going to do the same thing for uh, Broward County and Dade County,
4: and Hillsboro.
1: Okay, no, Hillsborough outside of Tampa. We're working both coasts here. Yeah, that's good because I think that uh, that's really needed. I think now that the the new supervisors of elections that were appointed in uh, Palm Beach and Broward should do a good job, and Christina White does a good job here in Dade County. But it's good to have these well, things. she, she, has,
0: out. she she's a, she's the last one that will be appointed. Right, Natchez. and
1: she's going to run in four years. I, you know, she was at a at an event, and she's going and to. And it's run. my
4: understanding that Supervisor Link in Palm Beach County is also going to run for the seat. Okay. Uh, when it comes up uh, next time around, I believe in twenty twenty, the right. uh, supervisors' elections are generally pegged with presidential elections at the same time. Okay. Um, which. Makes for an interesting ballot, right? Um, but yes, so uh, it's my understanding that they're all going to try and keep their jobs, and so far, I mean, and this bears repeating constantly, I mean, Supervisor Link's office has gone above and beyond. We've we've done this kind of work all around the country, mm-hmm. where we essentially go through people's dirty laundry and then show it to them, right? And almost always we're met with hostility, even if it's like this in Palm Beach where we're saying, look, this, I know that right. it's your mistake. It's, it's not her dirty
1: laundry. Yeah.
4: Right. Here's here's ideas for how you can hit the ground running, though, because you were brought in to be a reformer. Yep. Here's some reform ideas.
1: Even All right, when well, that's the case. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I want to see the response. Slammed on I want to see the response in Broward County.
4: Well, it, we have seen, uh, in the conversations that we've had with Broward County, they've, they've all been helpful.
2: Okay, good. Uh, Any
4: information that we've asked, I mean, it's a completely new day. Right. When it comes to Broward County and Palm Beach County, it is a night and day difference when it yeah. comes to, well, for starters, which is with customer service, because so much of this is just customer service. Right. If you have an issue and you present it to them and it makes sense, then you, you're owed an answer.
1: Yeah, I think that's I, something it, it that something you say something. I've seen Christina White is generally very responsive here in Dade County, so I'm sure she'll be good. Well, this weekend I was talking to some federated Republican women who are active in poll watching and also uh, recounts. And one of them said that uh, DeSantis and uh, uh, Governor uh, Scott were able to win their elections because they had enough money to hire lawyers to look up the recount and challenge Uh, late votes, because both Palm Beach and Broward County uh, turned in their returns late. However, Matt Caldwell, who was running for secretary of agriculture against Nikki Freed, apparently he was ahead in the polls, very, very, uh, very slight lead. And then the polls, the the returns from Broward County and Palm Beach came in late, and Freed had jumped out in the lead. And she assured me that the circles for Nikki Freed had been filled in. Where where nobody had voted before, the the poll workers went back and filled it in and ran rescanned the the ballot. What do you think of that? Have you guys seen any evidence of that?
4: You know, you hear those kinds of stories a lot. I mean, I would, of course, it's possible, but I, I you got to see the evidence on this stuff because. Right. But whenever someone loses a close race, and this is not unique to Florida by any means, when someone loses a close race, especially a race that they were sure they were going to win, no matter how close or not. Uh, they start to latch on to these kinds of ideas and the evidence is always coming up short right. however you there and this is my nonpartisan advice for any candidate anywhere in the country yep when you're going into an election and you that your internal numbers start telling you it's going to be a squeaker and it could be a squeaker in either direction right you need to start investing just as much as you would in get out the vote or buying radio ads or all that i would actually divert money from that and get into your election protection budget Yep, absolutely. because you need any you need poll watchers that are not only watching the polls but they're also watching the, the tabulation rooms and the counting rooms where they open absentee ballots you right. need eyeballs everywhere that you can legally put an eyeball right and as many as you can max it out uh you also need election lawyers right um and it's not a huge practice, but they are out there, yep, and you need them before you need them right before they you gotta get go them ready anywhere.
1: you gotta have them ready uh,
4: because the- some some candidates get that Yep. Uh, it, if you look at the twenty eighteen election in Florida, uh you had a character named Mark Elias, who is a Democratic right. party election super lawyer. yep he was there before things went haywire. And it wasn't until the aftermath of the election, where the Republicans started saying, "Oh, we're bringing this guy down. Right. He's on his way. The cavalry's coming." Well, guess what? You know, the Republicans can send the cavalry down to Florida, but the Democrats have the advanced ground troops. Right. They, they were already there.
1: Right. So nope.
4: it doesn't really matter what you're running for, uh, but just as important as getting your name out there in the news and on the radio and moving bodies to the polls yep. you need to have you need to be maximizing everything you can do to monitor the election process itself because if you don't show up then you're not going to have that evidence that you can use of people who are filling in ballots
1: yep when they absolutely. shouldn't have Yep.
4: if you don't have those eyeballs, you're never going to have a chance that evidence. Yeah, whenever and it doesn't matter whether it's true or not, you don't have the evidence. Whenever, Go home, you lost.
1: Whenever we talk to Republican and conservative activists here in Dade County, we always say, first thing you could best thing you can do is become a poll worker. So you're inside and you're watching everything and you're getting paid. It's not a big amount. Second thing is to be a stationary poll watcher where you're sitting there uh, watching uh, from, from the opening to the close. And the third thing is uh, us uh, super lawyers who are going from one trouble spot to another putting out fires. But I think the person inside can have the most effect just by watching, uh, and, and they know what's going on. So that, that's the way to do it.
4: It's an incredibly important point because, and I promise you, but like, as serious as a heart attack, this will happen next year. Oh, sure. This happens every presidential election year. Someone's going to pop up and say, I'm going to get an army of poll watchers with video cameras, and we're going to be on the lookout in the parking lots for any findings. Right. Uh, that happens all the time. And guess what? None of that information that you may capture is admissible because you are, you're standing outside of the poll watcher right. and poll worker system. You're trying to create a shortcut around it and get, you know, tantalizing evidence to show that the election is rigged. The problem is though, if you are not playing by the rules to get into the polling place and gather evidence as a poll, work, poll worker slash poll watcher, then you're wasting your time and right. you're wasting anyone's hope in you protecting that election. So yeah, it is a very important point. Volunteer or even take the job.
2: Yeah, take at the job. the elections
4: job. office. Uh, and, and one final point on this, more younger people, millennials I and mean, generations coming after them, need to sp- be considering careers in the elections offices. Because guess what? I've been in election offices all over the country. There are people working those jobs that probably would not make middle management at a Walmart supercenter. Yep. But there they are in an election office. Uh, they don't have college degrees. Uh, They don't have any kind of specific technical training. a lot of this, to be fair, is on-the-job learning. But you just don't have bright folks working for these jobs. And they're not bad-paying jobs. If you've got a college degree and no work experience and you're looking at a $48,000 starting salary, that's not too bad. Yeah, maybe you need a roommate. But, yeah, we definitely need more people that are choosing elections not as a volunteer role – and high season, but as a career as well,
1: right? Absolutely. Or not even as a career. I mean, it doesn't have to be full time, but it be a worker during the polling season. But that's good. You got to be inside.
4: Right. You got to play by the rules. You got to be in the room. If you're not, you're wasting your time and everyone's hope in you doing the right thing.
0: Well, we hear you. So uh thank you very much for your call. That's. Uh... Think our uh, I think this is one of those um, one of these uh, recordings that we need to spread around. Once uh, we, absolutely, we're going to post uh, the recording of this interview. Um, WSQFRadio.com dot forward slash live under the Concrete Conservative tab, and you can share it there. It's got a tab there for you to embed it. You can embed it on your website, or you can actually just move it around in your email. And I thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you for having me. you all have a good one. Take you. care. All right.
0: So there you have it. Uh, we're not in the clear here in Florida. There might be another hanging no, Chad yeah, waiting for absolutely.
1: us. Absolutely, but there, there. I know there's all, there's been big been big improvements since 2000.
0: Yeah, uh, the it's all on scanning, a computer now.
1: Well, not no no. The optical big scanning deal. is better than punching chads. That's definitely true. And then optical scanning leaves a record, a paper record, and so and also he he noticed that uh, Florida has strict laws on residency requirements. He and I used to live in Houston. And Houston, there's a big problem with people you know, registering at phone booths and, and places like that. It's uh, throughout Texas. They need to clean up their election laws. Uh, one problem that we have is that you don't necessarily need a photo ID. Sometimes, like, an electric bill is enough.
0: Yeah, all that stuff's got to go, man.
1: That's, yeah, you, we got to be— uh, The thing it, is, how, how do you down? fight
0: what I asked the question had merit? What kind of case— it would be all-encompassing uh, to be a landmark there's no case.
1: Single, there's no single silver bullet. How uh, can
0: you not have mandatory voter IDs in every single state?
1: It's a, it's a state issue. It's not a federal issue. It's okay, a state so issue. Okay, so what
0: kind of landmark case can well, tie them all together? No,
1: the, the problem is that the Democrats, and I hate to say it, the Demo- for the Democrats, voter fraud is an election it's an art. tactic. It's not. A, it's a tactic. They intend to do it. They they cut every corner to try to win elections. Just like they're trying to get in illegal aliens to change the American electorate, they are also you know, trying to help. Once an illegal alien has a, uh, uh, a, a driver's Like in New
0: York, license, they, now they have uh, a uh, the New York. Once they
1: have a driver's license, it's very hard to stop them from voting. From voting. Absolutely. That's why you know, I don't think we should have a national popular vote to elect the president because New York City and California can just load up the national popular vote. And so that's why you really need the—that's where you can see the the value of the Electoral College. Have 50 separate elections where you can check. You're more likely to be able to check on people. In in Chicago, they have this municipal ID card, you know, that once somebody has that, how are you going to tell them not to vote? And, uh, you know, even if they can't read in uh, English, everything's in Spanish. Even if they can't read in Spanish, I've seen that. So— I think you, we have to be uh, a lot tighter about that, and it's certainly a good thing to do around election time. Go poll watching. Work If you can't work for the county as an election worker, that's a two-, three-week job, and you get paid, and it's not a big amount, but you're inside the tent, and you're watching everything, and you know what's supposed to be done. Second best thing is be a stationary poll watcher from opening to closing. You can walk around. You cannot interfere with the voters, but you're allowed to be close to the voting table where the voter gives his name and it's confirmed. You don't want, you know, the, sometimes if they're cheating, they just, you know, check them off without confirming the name. you got to watch that. And then the third best thing is if you're a one of these ace roving lawyers going from a trouble spot to another, which is what I do very often. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then that, I think that's good. But it's interesting. Nikki Freed. uh is alleged to, uh, to have uh, won. I think M- Matt Caldwell, in the race for uh, commissioner of agriculture, I think he probably lost because he, he was against cannabis. And so that uh, created a lot of Well, Nikki backlash. Free
0: boy, she's a gun she's grabber.
1: A, yeah, she's a gun grabber, but she's not able – she she hasn't done anything too bad so far. So uh, we'll see. We'll get her out of there in another three years. But it's interesting. The superintendent of elections in uh, – I don't know what's going to happen in Broward, but in Palm Beach. Palm Beach shouldn't be that corrupt. They have all these rich people from New York. What up makes there? you think
0: the most the, the most corrupt people on the planet are the rich people? All right, they, they there have you motiva- go. They have them.
1: That's that, the lower oh,
0: classes they, steal. They need all right. Mm-hmm. Upper classes are corrupt.
1: All right, so they so hopefully uh, Broward or, or Palm Beach County will be able to hold.
0: Haven't you read a
1: Republican Glenn appointed books, Glenn Beck's book, "Liars, Deceivers, right. and Thieves"? Absolutely. Now look at Broward County. In Broward County, Sheriff Scott Israel, who was is also removed, is leading. In In the the, polls, in the polls for the Democrat primary, he's probably going to be the Democrat candidate.
0: Unbelievable!
1: And so, unless a Republican can stop him, it's a very Democrat county. He's going to be the next sheriff. Unbelievable! The guy who allowed uh, the shooting at uh, Parkland High
0: School. Not only, no, it's not that he allowed it; he accepted Obama's uh, right
1: promise program. that's not giving people any a bad record, even though. And you know who ran his
0: campaign the first time?
1: Roger Stone. Roger there Stone. you go. Roger has been in many places.
0: Yep. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, but uh, Israel just went along with this Obama camp, uh, program of not recording the uh, arrests and the other misdeeds of of the youngsters in the high school, and as a result, this guy, uh, the, the 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 shooter at at the Parkland high school, had no had a clean record. Clean he was record. able to buy a gun. He was he was turned into the FBI twice, and the FBI ran his record and found nothing. Yes. So he was a clean, clean record. He was able to take a gun and go shoot people. So and
0: every, and everybody knew that. Yeah, they a he,
1: walking time bomb. He
0: was a walking time but, bomb.
1: But that's that. So we'll see if uh, you know, if. But if the
0: school were run by parents, in conversion. Yeah,
1: if the schools were, they would have armed the parents, teachers. I agree, and I think we're talking to several people, Jim Callinger and others.
0: I don't think we're talking to anyone
1: about moving that that forward.
0: I think you all are just looking at me, wondering uh, why for I'm you so to move upset.
1: To Tallahassee, yeah, and camp out. Y'all are
0: just walking around talking. Yep. Hey, man, this guy he's he's really passionate.
1: Uh, we, we like understand. why aren't
0: we? Uh, and then nothing happens.
1: Talk to talk to Ron DeSantis. That's who the guy got to talk to. I already I
0: already spent about five hundred bucks in dinners, and I'm not about to yeah you, spend another you, you, five hundred dollars. Because no one's gone so, to him.
1: So you've uh, okay. So you, you... he's
0: fully aware of everything that happened. Testimony, written, personal talk, met my daughter, the whole thing, and it was mm-hmm. long before he even thought of being governor. I was the early, earliest, earliest his earliest supporter. I don't know if anybody earlier than I, other than the people in his neighborhood, you know, but How as about far
1: Richard Corcoran, the new uh, education commissioner,
0: it's a total uh, sellout to charter school developers. Okay. Now, charter school developers, although they have a a right to exist and I encourage that they expand their businesses, their business model is a slow boat to China. And I'm talking about saving a country, not just saving a school system. We don't have the time. Therefore, all of you, everybody listening out there, we do not have the time to incrementally reform the school system because it will never happen. They own the school system and it's failing our kids. The only way to save this country is to reinvent the school system. You have about 10 years, and that's it. But the
1: parent-trigger law in Florida, which is better than the one in California. It's the only one. Yeah, where the parents can take it over. The trouble is that both the majority of the parents and the majority of the teachers are required to to implement it. And if you
0: don't do anything about that, eventually they're going to question who can vote, meaning a photo ID or uh, an American citizen. Well,
1: definitely the teacher should not be allowed to vote there. That's uh,
0: Yes, that and the most recent court case shows and demonstrates that the, even the courts don't find teachers to be stakeholders because they don't have freedom of speech rights.
1: Right, because they they have to do whatever the superintendent tells Therefore, them. Therefore, they're they can not be, stakeholders. They there is no terminated. stake in the game. No, it's not, it's not, it, it's not their kids.
0: It's not their it's kids. It's
1: the parents' kids. And Plus, the they don't pay the taxes okay. for that school. Whatever it is, forget it. It's, the kids should be, whoever speaks for the kids, and that's the parents, uh, should be the ones. But there's that a lot decision. of
0: people that. Immediately are are so uh, uh, squash and, and mushy. Head right. they actually lose faith in parents operating schools.
1: Well, who's going to do better? Exactly, That's who's got to do it?
0: But yeah. I'm asked that all the time. I mean, do you really want parents running yeah, the school? We yeah,
1: do. yeah, it's better than those bureaucrats, you yeah. government bureaucrats. Because we'll fix
0: ourselves as we now,
1: bu- now. Let me ask you on superintendent of elections, Broward County, DeSantis appointed someone. Who seems to be good, and according to Logan, uh, the guy is going to be running again. So he's probably a Republican. Do you think he can win in a, in a Broward County, a Democrat county?
0: I think, uh, considering how long this lady was in there, whoever's the incumbent should have win.
1: Do you think, the, think so you mean, I don't think Broward's so researching the incumbency, this. Incumbency, okay. The incumbency just a should,
0: known entity.
1: You think that'll that'll carry the day? Now in Dade County, the uh, I really
0: have a problem with elections. People campaigning,
1: man. Jeez. In that's Dade tacky. County, the uh, Christina White, I've asked her I'd
0: she, rather have an election supervisor screw up right. and it blow up in the person who's pointing them's face.
1: Yep. So well, he keeps an eye. That's the way it goes. Because you never know. Uh in the case of It worked uh, just Dade fine County, in, in Dade County. In da- the in the case of Dade County, the election supervisor is a very expert and unbiased person, Christina White. And she is uh in there until twenty twenty four and I, I don't know if Appointed she's run by again. Governor appointed no appointed by the mayor of Dade County. Okay. And so I think she'll be there and I don't know I hope she'll run. She didn't she wouldn't commit. She doesn't have to say anything. But she seems to be a very serious person and uh I think uh, Dade County elections run pretty well. From what I've seen, there were some problems at the north uh North Miami City uh library uh in the last election and they ran out of ballots and she went there and kind of took charge of the situation and got the job done. So She's kind of a can-do uh, Marine Corps uh, attitude, so that's good to see.
0: Is she military background?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know what uh, her background is, but she's a young woman, and she's very, uh, very proficient at uh, getting these things done. That's all you need. You know, somebody's honest, uh, works through the system. They had run out of ballots at North uh, Miami City Library, and she uh, came in with some more people. They brought in more, more, more ballots, more people, and. Moved them through. That's. I, a big, I mean, I had a friend of mine up in place. Broward
0: who volunteered, and he spells a rat in the actual precinct he was working at, and she, the, the the head of a, I don't know the name, but called the cops on the guy, and he was a Republican for what? Uh, because he didn't like he was starting to question why the uh, these box of ballots were being processed through the machine. Ah, okay. And there weren't people that were standing in line or anything, so he questioned, what's so that box for, where they come from? Right. She goes, sir, you don't have authority to be asking where they come from. And, yes, I do. I'm a poll watcher. Yep. And they called the sheriffs and took him out of there.
1: Yeah, the sheriff is not... Uh, it, it, Scott Israel. Trust, yeah, Scott <laughs> Israel. You can't trust the sheriff up there either.
0: Yeah, he, they got him out. And uh, he wrote a letter to the fact of what happened. Right. It went unanswered. I wrote
1: the letter to the supervisor of elections, saying, saying "Hey, nice. I was—I
0: want you to know that I want this on record that I was, yeah, record, no, that I was
1: kicked to, out." You need to call. There's a very active Republican lawyers group here in Dade County. I'm sure there's some in uh, Broward County that uh, they—they can then go to a, a judge and ask for an injunction or something.
0: Well, those votes were counted, and the the sheriff's took them out of there. He, yeah, they it's just...
1: amazing that uh, DeSantis won, and the same thing with Rick Scott for the Senate. It's a good thing they did. That goes
0: right back to school choice parents.
1: School choice parents elected Ron DeSantis. I agree.
0: And now DeSantis is asking for pay raises. See, he's falling right into the same trap again. The Nobody teacher. cares about the country. They only care about the votes. And the country needs a total reinvention on how it teaches its children. And teachers will do this at a slow pace, but a parent will do this immediately. Right. Why? Because the other parents would, would be well, breathing down their won't necks. Well, teachers not
1: necessarily do it at a slow pace. I'm familiar with the Chicago public schools. They just went on strike for two weeks. What a
0: terrible example to children to see a absolutely, bunch of adults sitting absolutely. there with signs. And,
1: but the other thing is, one of the things, to, they won two things from the mayor, in addition to some extra money. Number one, they're subject to less accountability Hello. under the new mayor, which Ram Emanuel, for all his warts, had subjected the public school teachers to more accountability. They could be dismissed. Or super or uh, discipline more quickly, more easily. Second, they won a limit on new charter schools, which is bad because charter schools in Chicago and New York are are, are have been making great progress and different. Don't uh, you see
0: that with the system people, the way it is? Yep. The school districts are more than happy to see. Charter schools develop and evolve in the natural pace of the business Which is so model. Slow,
1: it doesn't matter. It'll,
0: no, it accommodates the overcrowding. It
1: accommodates the overcrowding. Okay. Yes. Another problem that I found it doesn't
0: accelerate. It.
1: Yeah. Another problem that I found. So, who are we? Today, uh, well, I think our second hour is going to be on healthcare policy and also healthcare business opportunities. So, let's Alan Huber from GOP Made
0: Simple. This is WSQF ninety four point five. This is the Concrete Conservative. My name is Mac, and you're with Ed Vidal. Who do I have the pleasure to speak with? Hi, uh, this is Alan. Your guest starting in five minutes. Well, guess you're what? On. You're you're you are now live on Blink Radio. Key Biscayne. how are you, Alan? How are you guys? Everything's great. Well, uh, apparently uh, Ed says that uh, that we have a career waiting for us in the healthcare business, and that you're going to tell us what's no, the most no, profitable. To tell us
1: how to get the the best deal on our healthcare policy.
0: Oh, I thought we were going to be able to sell policies here on the air. Okay. No. Okay, go ahead, Al. We actually could sell health policies on the air. It's legal. (laughs) Uh,
3: The the first thing that people have to understand is that when President Trump signed the tax law in 2017, it took away the requirement for Americans to buy health insurance. Yes. So now the people have to make a decision, do I want to buy insurance or not? 87% of the people that buy their insurance on the government exchange... Basically, getting it free or almost free. But the people that have good incomes, they're the ones that have to make the decision. Because if somebody is a couple in their uh, 60s in South Florida, they could be looking at between two and three thousand dollars a month in Obamacare premiums, with eight thousand dollar per person deductibles.
0: That's well, outrageous. that's that's what I pay now. All
3: right. That's outrageous.
0: I'm five thousand deductible. And I pay about uh, about twelve hundred dollars a month. So these
1: are cases where they
0: don't. And I have no. Gets, I mean, I have children, but nobody, they're not under my policy.
1: Nobody gets their health insurance through
3: their employer. Is that right? That's right. This is when people are paying for themselves. Right. If their income is below ballpark forty thousand dollars, right. Uh, they can get a pretty good subsidy from the federal government, but for a single person, married, we're up about eighty five ninety once we go above those numbers then you pay full freight and you're subsidizing everybody Mm -hmm. and so the president and the governor combined and said okay we want insurance companies the president took the handcuffs off the insurance companies and the governor and the insurance commissioner, our cfo said to the companies go out and be competitive Uh, Which is, remember what Trump ran on. He said, if we allow insurance companies to be competitive, they could put together incredible plans. So if someone – I I created Name Your Own Price Health Insurance because if you're going to buy a car, the first question is, how much do you want to spend every month? If you want to buy a house, how much do you want to spend every month? If you're buying an engagement ring, how much do you want to spend? Without the mandate that Obama gave us, we now ask the question – I ask the question, how much do you want to spend? And then I put a plan together. So it's not unusual to have somebody in their mid to late 50s go, I can handle $300 a month. And so we put a couple of plans together in the $300 range, uh, and it it covers a lot. It covers the, the catastrophic stuff. But it will also pay, as an example, $500 for a diagnostic colonoscopy, $250 for a mammogram. Um, it'll cover another $250 for the preventive... Uh, how, is it
1: that how, wellness about, wellness? how about expensive uh, medicines? Like for example, I, t- I get Humira.
3: Medicines are a problem. If you're going to have medicines, you have to get on the on the Obamacare plan. Okay. The individual market. It basically, we have to take the assumption that people on Obama, on the Obamacare plans, either getting it for near free or they have no choice. The individuals outside, they're in relatively good health. It doesn't have to be perfect. I, one of my columns I wrote was the myth of the pre-existing condition. If you listened to the Obamacare debates, they thought if you had the sniffles. You got turned down for insurance. I just took yep. a guy today, type two diabetes, yep. no problem. Yep. Type one diabetes is a problem. Okay. So we actually guys have the best of all worlds right now. If somebody has major issues, uh, and also usually when you have major issues, your
0: income you know uh, is lower because you have you you can't work full time. Right. Okay. So and the whole so problem. So after all this dialogue and all this hoopla, the only problem with Obamacare was the mandate? Everything else was fine? I didn't think so. It doesn't matter whether it was fine or not. The
3: reality is once you give 50% of the people free or almost free insurance, you can't get rid of it.
0: Yes, because now it becomes a Social Security payment. It's an entitlement.
3: Once you give somebody, so that's why I tell people, don't argue Obamacare. Once you give somebody free or almost free, now let's take a Trump 45 meeting. Every, uh, every meeting for the last almost two years now, I stay in the back of the room, and I ask people if they're being hurt by Obamacare. Now, every single person in that room hates Obamacare. But less than 5% are actually themselves being hurt by Obamacare. That's why it was not a good issue. That's why we blew that issue in the 2018 midterms. We were arguing repeal and replace but we didn't have anybody on our side being hurt by it. Right Now, we do have quite a lot of 50- and 60-year-olds in, in an area that don't have insurance because it's too expensive, but by and large, most people either get it at work or they're getting a subsidy, but there is that 10% that are being hurt terribly by it, and now they have alternatives.
0: Okay, right. so in but other what words... What happened, so happened is, if you don't get a subsidy,
3: You're now
0: up to an $8,000 deductible. That's ridiculous, because what about the the auditing when you got the subsidy and all of a sudden, uh, not all of a sudden, over time, you got a better job, but you never got off the exchange, and then you get sick, and before you know it, you're sick with cancer and you're being audited for subsidies you got five years earlier. Isn't that going to be blowing up in America's face?
3: Not that much.
0: There's not that much people, audit
3: they, they, believe it or not they, they, the government put in a bunch of, of rules unless your income went up a considerable amount. Uh, the IRS is not doing heavy audits uh, even for Schedule C people then they they just they're just not doing them. Um, they should if they would audit it would make a big difference but they would get into too much trouble from the Democrats would hold hearings and stuff. so you're not going to see the average person income goes from 40 38, to 38,000 to 53,000 getting a very high audit which would cause them to pay back $8,000 in Obamacare loans. Remember, it's a loan. Every month you get that that thing it's a loan and at the end of the year you have to pay up or or the government makes it permanent. I'm not I'm not defending Obamacare. I'm just telling you the facts of how few people that we run into every right. day are being hurt by it. Right. On the other side of the fence, you have the people that will sit there and say, my friend had diabetes, could not get insurance. I know for 40 years, right. we have people, we tried to get covered in the state pools. They did not audit the state pools. Now the disaster in Obamacare, now understand this, it was designed to fail.
2: Right.
3: Obamacare was designed to fail in the in Hillary's second term, which is now we're going into gay, ready to start, in a year, we'd be looking at Trump's second term. Right. So it was designed to fail, which is why every Democrat is now in favor of repealing and replacing Obamacare, because they wanted it to, from day one...
0: To get the single payer. To, to, ...to become the, the bridge to single payer. What they never counted on was
3: Trump actually saving Obamacare. His <laughs> changes, this year, instead of 20 25% increases... Our increases are only four percent nationwide.
0: And what do you what do you do what do you uh, what do you credit that to?
3: Trump stabilized the market. The insurance companies aren't stupid. They still see tens of millions of people out there getting a federal subsidy, and they don't want to give that money up. Right. So they have leveled out the market because, insurance. Remember, Americans take free money.
0: Absolutely. Insurance
3: companies take free money,
0: right?
3: And there are tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions, in free subsidies out there that the insurance companies aren't ready to give up. So they will play the game. They will cover people. They will, you know. And then, then when they play the game, is they start with the formulary, the drug. and right. uh, like Prolia I'm told only one company in this area will handle Prolia It's osteoporosis. It's about eighteen hundred dollars a shot twice a year. Uh, so the companies, you know, will will play games with the drugs, which is why this time of year people have to bounce around between insurance companies to find the company with their doctor and their drugs
1: and the, the, the doctors are jumping off and the, the drug companies are jumping off. All right. So, um, what about what can you so tell me yeah,
3: think they get to help the people
2: that are your audience, right.
3: that are uh, in the – I could take a person in their 20s and 30s and for $110, $130 a month, give them relatively good insurance. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. All right. What makes the U.S. Com- uh, it, the US insurance so difficult that no other country understands, guys, is that we – Bill 10 times as much as we expect to pay. So let's say you went in to the hospital for three days. The bill might normally be $5,000. Your insurance company might pay $5,000. But the hospital, if you don't have insurance, will bill you $50,000. This is what the president's transparency proposal has been. This week, it's all about uh, last week. You know, get rid of right. the secret pricing with insurance companies. Now, do you know why they send you a bill for fifty thousand dollars when all they really want is five thousand?
0: Well, because they'll negotiate. They'll negotiate. They don't, they,
3: no, they don't have to negotiate so much.
0: They no, not you that. with a patient, but with the with the insurer.
3: Now they sell it to a credit collection agency. Ah. Okay. For a five thousand dollar bill, the collection agency will give them three thousand, four thousand dollars, and that collection agency has a bounty of fifty thousand dollars they go after you for. So the hospital was made whole by the collection agency. Right. The collection agency is going to go buy the debt for four thousand. If the debt is five thousand, they're not stupid. Right. But they'll buy a fifty thousand dollar debt for four thousand. So let me have... The only country in the world that has that stupidity
1: all right so let me ask you a couple of things first uh, of first of all it seems to me that if you're under 65 when you might when you might get be- Medicare you you have four options for health care number one get it at work number two get it uh, from Obamacare with a subsidy or without a subsidy that's number three number four yeah. is to get Medicaid which is not so great so no, actually
3: do not expand Medicaid. No, the, the, the third option is the private market. The one that I'm here you know, to.
1: Okay, oh, so no. you go to the private market, and there you can get a subsidy or not. No,
3: no, there's no subsidy on the private market. The subsidy is only on the Obamacare exchange. The okay. private market is where you say, This is how much I want to pay. What can we do? And then okay. we put plans together to match your budget.
2: Okay. Now, how are we able to do that? Because if
3: you're 58 years old, you don't need maternity coverage right if you've ever had a drink in your life why are you paying for alcohol rehab right okay if you don't if you're not a drug drug user you don't take pills because you're holistic you're not going to start at age 62 taking pills right so you're able at that point in your life to say, okay, this is the coverage I need. And most importantly, if
1: you're a Trump supporter, you don't need mental health coverage because right. you wake up happy every day. Absolutely. The victory! All right. All right. But let me ask you a, a couple of things. Like, I take a couple of pills. I forgot their names for heart, uh, uh, high blood pressure.
0: And well, then, those were your Hillary pills,
1: right? And then I I, I take um, actually I got high blood pressure during the Obama administration, and then I take Humira for my uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. So that's pretty expensive. So that, that you're saying that the medicines are make that difficult, right?
3: When the, if you have expensive medicines, uh, then then the insurance companies don't want you. Uh, As a client because they know they're going to have to pay out so they actually write the plans that that uh, exclude the very expensive name-brand medicines now we can do coverages uh, if you get you know for generic and put it on insurance there is a lot of options
2: there but if you know you need a name-brand expensive
3: medicine and again expensive is relative we talking $50 a month right are we talking $1,500 $1,500 a month. Right. $50 a month, manageable. We can play with that. $1,500 a month, most likely we're going to be looking at Obamacare. All
1: right. Now, what about when you get to 65? What does Medicare do for you? Medicare is the promise that has been going on
3: since 1964 or so that you, will during, remember, during your lifetime, you pay two things. You paid for your medical insurance for for today and you paid the medicare tax and your social security tax to take care of you in your old age which we call age 65 okay when you reach 65 your health insurance drops from let's say a thousand dollars a month down to approximately 140 dollars a month because now you're on medicare okay because you've been paying in and you have this bank account and the contract with the with the government that said i am going to pay in over my lifetime, and when I hit retirement age age 65, the government is going to now take care of my insurance needs for very little money,
2: okay.
3: $140 a month. Now, remember, the problem with Medicare for All is they want to take, get rid of your bank account like it never existed, and treat you the same as somebody that never had a bank account.
2: Uh-oh. That's the fallacy of Medicare for all.
3: Hmm. So Medicare pays to the government to the providers, the doctors and hospitals, the lowest amounts possible. But since almost 90% of the people that are sick are over say, 65, right? Um, they have no choice. They they want to negotiate with the government or you know, you never seen a hospital other than maternity that says no one over age sixty five allowed. That's their bread and butter. So at Medicare you your insurance drops and you have great insurance and it's the national health insurance program is Medicare, but under age sixty five is where all the games get played.
1: Right, okay. Well I'm working on it, so
0: Well, come on, Ed, you're a game player. <laughs> No. It's a, fir- a first-time so, grandpa, so, so yeah. he, does he get a, a subsidy? Yeah, th- is it grandpa? That means a you get a, he gets a subsidy right away, right? No. No?
1: No, but I have to do something so we don't wreck the country for the kid, right?
0: Well, we wrecked the country already. We left Democrats in power for over 100 years. We haven't earned a fi- know, we haven't- I had this
3: conversation at a hospital CEO conference with David Gergen, and he was giving a big talk, and I said... Uh, we just came from a seminar from the President Kaiser Permanente called The Five Tsunamis of Healthcare Living Longer, More Expensive Stuff. He said, this, and I asked David Gergett, who was the advisor to so many presidents and now talks on CNN, yep. what about the sixth tsunami, which means that everybody over age 55, the AARP generation, votes themselves whatever they want? And he basically said, we're screwed. Right. Because if people want to live forever, they can vote that they live forever. If they want the most expensive drugs, if they want to replace their knees, their eyes, they want new legs to play they're going to get it and it's going to totally bankrupt the country. It's it's one of the reasons why the long term prognosis for you know, for Medicare and Social Security is in such trouble right. because you never designed to live for, work from age twenty to sixty and then retire from age sixty to one hundred and twenty. It's right. actually not feasible.
1: Yep, that's nobody, why my but wife but wants us. My wife wants us to stay busy and active as long as we can. Oh, you have to. Um, you know, they. As I got told
3: at that seminar, we were the first generation that got to decide how we wanted to age sixty-five. If they would have asked your mother when she was thirty years old. Uh, your mother, when she was 30 years old, what a 65 years old looked like, she would have looked like, she would have, you know, pretended she was hunched over in a walker. Right. Because that, that was it 60 years ago, mm-hmm. what a 65-year-old was. Today, we know what the 65-year-olds look like. I mean, the women are incredibly beautiful. Um, you've got you know, you're playing sports. You've you've got people like Mick Jagger, seventy years old. Right. Yeah. Uh, you got, but Welch still looks good and, and gorgeous at eighty.
1: Well, look at all so, those presidential candidates at seventies.
3: Yeah, and look at Donald Trump at seventy-two. Incredible. And I ballroom dance with some of the most incredible ninety-year-olds you will ever meet. Oh boy,
1: that must be up right in here. Palm Beach County.
3: In Palm Beach County, yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about that. we also have. Most of the people, when they hit 65, they sit on the couch and eat bomb oh, Yeah, no, I mean, no. it, there's a
0: real crisis coming because people are going to outlive yeah, their money because yeah. well, the average American will outlive his money.
1: We're just going to keep working. And I, I go to step aerobics, spinning, and ellipticals.
3: I play racquetball five nights a week with
0: 20 year old. That's good. That uh, I used to play racquetball. My wife
3: is
0: God bless Oh, so that means I'm just the one with the so bomb-bombs you- in
3: yeah, my wife is six six six. a Brazilian. I could still wear a Brazilian bikini, not just any bikini—a Brazilian bikini. I'm so proud of
0: her. So yeah, you should see Mac
1: in his uh, Brazilian men's bikini here.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I can walk around with a stack of washers. I can tell you, I got, I That's got about, great. I can put about, you know, two dollars in quarters in my belly button. Okay.
3: <laughs> you know that. By the way, it's, what I did something very very incredible for the president, and I think you were there over the weekend at the Marriott at the Keep Flower Red event. Yep. Um, I consider Obamacare money blood money, okay? So I will not take commissions if somebody you know buys Obamacare. But if you have medical issues or if you're getting a high subsidy, you need Obamacare. I'm not going to tell you not to get it. Mm-hmm. But what I did is if you come to my website, freedomfromobamacare.com, Again, freedomfromobamacare.com, and you buy the Obamacare from my website, same price anywhere in the country, any commissions, any referral fees that come in
1: from that goes to help reelect the president. So I have the insurance. All right.
0: From- hey, kudos to you. Wait a minute. We have a standing ovation sound effects here. One moment, please.
1: All right. Give that website again.
3: Freedomfromobamacare.com.
0: Well, fantastic. So- so-
3: and you book and, and you'll go down to the website you'll see it says shop Obamacare plans here, and it'll say you know, there's a, under it any uh, payments will go to help re-elect the president because I consider it blood money. I will not take that money. it will go to help president trump
0: Now do you and think also, uh, you, you think Obamacare subsidy uh, will eventually uh, bankrupt the country or it's not the, the damage isn't that large.
3: Well, what's going to—the reason you're seeing the fight in Obamacare is at some point, I don't remember exactly when, the Medicaid moves over to the states. So the red states, Florida, Georgia, Texas, they never expended Obamacare. Obamacare, Medicaid, is a ticking taking time bomb because it's right. so expensive.
2: Right. So we didn't expand it. The blue states
3: all expended Medicaid, figuring that, yes, we'll take your money, and then somewhere in the future— We'll, uh, we'll change the law so that you have to bail us out. Well, they didn't plan on Donald Trump and you know and the Republicans being in control. And so they
1: are dying because they have this ticking Medicaid time bomb. Absolutely. And
3: we don't. Yeah,
1: so in other words, like we need, Illinois,
0: New York. So we need to win two more elections.
3: Two more elections and the Medicaid time bomb will explode. And that will be, you know, and then, then the reality will set in.
0: And, of course, it requires taking back the House. So, Alan, in in
1: summation, what should be the Republican health care strategy for next year, nationwide, at the federal the level? The
3: Republican health care strategy is claim victory. Okay. And say, we have, we, we have done, with, a, with, a, with Democrats that don't want to help the country, we have done everything. If you have a pre-existing condition, you are covered. If you need prescription drugs, you are covered. If you are low income, if you are no income, you're not working, you are covered under Obamacare. We did not take credit. We did not repeal and replace Obamacare. We left it. You have not been hurt. However, you don't have to pay a $2,500 tax penalty because you choose not to have insurance because you can't afford it. You don't have to buy insurance that you can't afford, and we have now opened up the private market so you have options. Right. Take the win. My, uh, my, my thing to the Republicans is we have a great situation. If, you, I, we, I, if you're if you 60 years old and you can only afford $200 a month, give me a call. Go to freefromobamacare.com or 855-561-0500. You will be amazed at what we can do for, you know, Two, three hundred dollars a month, and if you're in your twenties, what well, we can do for a hundred dollars a month—it's incredible. I mean, we can give somebody an accident plan, which means the first ten thousand dollars is covered, except for two fifty deductible per in for an injury, for less than twenty dollars a month. That means if you break your arm, you're going skiing, you're, you're wor- you work, know, you 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 uh, you trip, you fall, you get an insect bite. Okay, you need stitches. Your maximum out of pocket is two hundred and fifty dollars
1: for twenty bucks a month. That's incredible. Well, wow, Matt Matt could have used that. He got yeah, bit by his dog. Uh, I,
0: yeah, man, I was uh, yeah, dog bite. All the little stuff, you know. Because what? It cost me is, five thousand bucks. Yeah,
3: so we would have your, your total out of pocket would have been two fifty, and if I would have combined that plan. With one of my other plans, so now, for let's say you're you're 22 years old, 28 years old, for 120 dollars, and you went to the you know, you would have had it all covered, and what? probably put some money in your pocket. By the way, I don't have time to go into it, and it doesn't work with that charts and stuff. But if you have serious injuries, we can put thousands of dollars and tens of thousands of dollars in your pocket by combining the plans against each other. All you do is you get a plan that does not have what's called the coordination of benefit clause, and they pay against each other, and it's one hundred percent legal.
0: All right. That, that 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 that's for another day, right? Or does it need more explanation? Because uh, I kind of
3: that, that needs much more explanation. Remember, okay, if you get a cancer diagnosis, it's not just the medical bill; your entire life just changed. Or what about, okay, you know, young people—they worry about things like cancer. They just got a cancer diagnosis because that's their biggest concern, and the insurance company just gave them a check for uh, upon that diagnosis for twenty five thousand dollars so now they can go to Europe or some other country that has alternatives and try and, and 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 do what they think is right and do you know that for a young person that's like fifteen dollars a month for that kind of a coverage It's incredible what we can get for so little money. Yeah, but what are you going
0: to get in Europe for $25,000? bucks? you are going to cure your cancer? I don't think so. Well,
3: again, there are a lot of people that have beliefs. If you believe that there are cures that we don't have in the United States... I actually had a girlfriend. Uh, this goes back 40 years ago. 40, I wasn't sure I was my girlfriend at the time. Okay, she was given six months to live on a cancer diagnosis. She went to Jamaica to have an alternative treatment. Canada. 45 years and two kids later is still kicking. Had she seen the United States and had traditional cancer treatment, she would have been dead in six months. Wow! Now, I'm not promoting alternative treatment, but because she believed in it and she had it, it worked for her. All so right. if people have a belief, you give them the ability to try their belief. And by the way, belief is 50% of the, of, the, of the way to get there. And you know that. That's so important to believe in the cure that you're that you're working on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, hoping hoping yeah. change. <laughs> I thought I thought I turned that one on you. Hope and change. That's all. That's how you cure yourself. Well, thank you very much for the call. I um, it's kind thank of thank you, Alan. So we basically, uh, we we can say that Trump saved Obamacare. Only
3: Trump on, saved Obamacare. We have all sides of options right now. And remember, if Donald Trump does anything good,
0: you'll never hear about it in the mainstream media. Right. Oh, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you. Okay,
3: so you have to assume as it. Donald Trump did not take anything away from Obamacare. The rates are level, but he's given people that are not in Obamacare that, you know, alternatives to save them money and give them the policy that customizes to their needs. Remember, if you have a, his- a history of heart attack or a family history of cancer or a family history of stroke, then you want to put a plan together that gives you maximum protection for that one thing.
0: Make, okay, yeah, it makes sense. In, in my not- case, it's diabetes.
3: You want to right? You want to double and triple up on the thing that concerns you the most. Obamacare was one size fits all. Now, guys, I am six foot one, two hundred and something pounds, and I'm going to tell you that what fits my wife, who has a Brazilian bikini, and what fits me is not the same size. Yeah, one really. One size does not fit all in health care, and that was the fallacy of
1: Obamacare. Yeah. and you don't need uh, any baby uh, coverage, right? Or uh, an immigrant, right? You know, you're not going to go into. Uh, well, you know. If it, you're
3: going to have a baby, you basically go on Obamacare, and the reason is very simple. I ran a maternity center. Nothing, okay, destroys an insurance company as quick as a neonatal ICU bill.
2: All right. Hospitals
3: yeah. will deliver your baby for free if they can stick your baby in NICU for two, three days because they can run up hundred thousand dollar charge in just a couple of days.
0: Wow. Yeah, the ba- if the baby just has colic. Yeah. If the baby
3: has anything whatsoever, okay, then and no insurance company wants to get stuck. That is why they even ask a man, Are you with a woman that's pregnant? And if the woman's pregnant, they will not write the man because by law the baby's automatically covered.
1: Yep. Unreal. So, well my, my daughter just had a baby. They went in Thursday evening, baby came out Friday morning, she was home by Sunday.
0: Well, they kept her two days. Yeah. That's long.
1: At Columbia University in New York. Okay.
3: Well, Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much. Take care. If you have
3: any questions, give me a call. If any of you listeners have any questions, have them
0: call me or send me an email or anything. Yeah, Thank repeat you. Yeah, repeat your website and your phone number. And your phone number. 855
3: 561 855 Thank right. you. Thank the work you guys
0: do. Thank you, and stay free.
3: Thank you. Bye.
1: That's amazing. You know, I didn't talk to him about this because I don't he's think not
0: a any r- radio station in this country has he's made the statement that Trump saved, saved Obamacare. Obamacare.
1: That, that, that I be. can't believe
0: that's come out of my mouth.
1: Well, in a, a convoluted way. But here's what I didn't say because he's not a lawyer. I'm not sure he's ready to discuss this. But uh, several state attorneys general, led by the great state of Texas, are challenging the validity of Obamacare now that there's no mandate. Remember, Chief Justice Roberts upheld Obamacare on the basis that it was a tax. Yes, and it was. And now it's been withdrawn. The tax is gone. So what's he going to say now? And it, you know, so Obamacare may fall uh, in the courts uh, by next year.
0: Okay, but what's the what's the case that's bringing it back to the court? Who's making the
1: uh, as some states' attorneys general had the case and went through, and they won at the state at the uh, federal. Uh, district court level. And I know it, it's been argued. It's coming out of the Fifth Circuit, out of Texas. And I think they're, I'm not sure if that was already decided or not. A- and then I'm sure it'll get appealed to the Supreme Court by whichever side it loses. And I would think that the Supreme Court would take it because, you know, it's. Defining it, moment for No, them. they don't have to. You know, the, every case the Supreme Court takes is up to them. But, you know, I think but it's. They, do it's they, a they real actually challenge.
0: vote, or does the majority justice decide what? Right. Cases they take. You,
1: They vote on whether to take the cases. So
0: they hear preliminary. No,
1: no, no. They just see the the. the you ask for a writ of uh which is certiori, which is uh, a request that they listen to you if you lost at the federal appellate level, and then they decide whatever they want. A the Majority decides. Now, who
0: actually took the mandate out? It was just executive order. It was
1: in the tax law. No, you can't do it by executive order. Oh, it was in the, it was in the, tax, the tax reduction tax law of twenty seventeen, December twenty seventeen. It was re- that was what. He was telling us about. He's, Alan Huber started by saying the tax law, uh, you're no longer required to... Ma- the mandate is out.
0: Yes, 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 yes. It was in so the tax we'll, law. We'll see, see what, what happens, Roberts. America, when you leave Democrats and you give them back the House? You make Absolutely a mess bad. out of this place. Look what's happened. Well, and you Republicans who retired, your are 46 numb nuts who retired well, we in 2018, so kiss my, you know what? Because you're the reason why we have so much crap going on. A lot of them didn't you show up to vote didn't as incumbents didn't run again and now another 30 of you are also except for mr steve king of new york you're happy to see him go. i'm happy to see him kiss his grits goodbye i don't
1: know if it's steve king but it's king something uh yeah i know what you mean i think it is
0: steve king or is that the guy from maine
1: yeah the steve Steve, yeah i don't know i get their name mixed up but you're right there are a lot of republicans you guys suck there are a lot of good
0: incumbents
1: and no, not running well, again. What's wrong with you people? No, 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 that's fine. I I think that there I've been looking into that. There are a lot of good young Republicans that are running again in uh formerly red districts or in purple districts. There are 31 districts that Trump won that are held by Democrat congressmen. And that's where you're you're going to see a lot I've been. I don't know the, the final. Yeah, but look uh, how many
0: more. Look how look how exposed we are in the Senate.
1: I don't. Well, forget, it's
0: opposite in the Senate. Well, Twenty six no, no. incumbents. in No, the... but
1: those are in, in in mostly in red states, so that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there there are a lot of good young Republicans, real conservatives, that are running for Congress. I know in Houston there's a couple that I know. Uh, Wesley Hunt in the Congressional District number seven. That was held by Republicans since uh, George Bush in the '60s. And uh, a Democrat won it. I think in the 2018 midterm, a lot of Republicans were kind of timid. They'd lost their enthusiasm. Trump was under a cloud with all this Russia collusion baloney. That's so
0: malarkey. But that's how it that's works. lame.
1: That's why we got to get people excited to go out there and vote. Come
0: on. No it Republican, was... even in 2018, Thought that Trump was in any kind of trouble. A lot of Republicans stay home. Oh come on! Home. Not Look, one that, of the them.
1: guys who resigned. I mean, Paul Ryan. He thought Trump was going to be gone by August of the no, first year. In
0: the case of Paul Ryan, That's,
1: got, there are a lot of Paul Ryan. Come
0: on! He got six or eight million bucks. He walked. He, Same like with Jason Shavitz, He walked away with 2 or 3 million They all do You
1: mean to join Fox? Yeah, yeah That's part of it And yep.
0: Paul Ryan got his 8 million on the stock and stock. Uh, uh,
1: well that's part of it He's a member of the board now Board of directors So the, yeah I understand Yeah but,
0: man They all take money So
1: we'll, we'll see Well that's why it's a good opportunity For young conservative Republicans I mean, What do you
0: want to do? Make it worse by term limiting
1: Absolutely Come on. After 10 it years give you, 5 terms
0: Yeah The congressman immediately really goes hey, It's time to pay me guys Yeah no no that's like telling that's like telling uh, the Iraqi terrorists hey we're gonna be out of here in December of two thousand uh 2020 so they just wait to two thousand twenty you're telling a congressman hey man the guy's termed out we have to pay him now and that's it he gets to leave office based on a term limit not on a defeat right. and the truth never comes out ever no oh my god term limits is a disaster in so many in so many ways because these guys have to be Held to the the feet to the fire, and you just can't not allow a bunch of I can't say this more often. Do you really want the United States government run by a bunch of interns from Georgetown?
1: It, it couldn't be worse than the congressman they got now, but that's it right. can be worse. Can be worse. all right.
0: How many of those young kids, as soon as the incumbent uh, doesn't run again, immediately flock to another legislative office, and they take all that congressman's secrets with them? Congressman's
1: gotta... secrets.
0: Yes. What are those? You know what they really thought about this bill and why they voted against it. Uh, maybe I misinformed the congressman and why he voted against it because I misinformed him as his intern. No, no. Okay. Uh, so
1: what about here or in South Florida? Of me doing a favor
0: for the other congressman that I'm going to get a job what? next year with because what mine's about not- here in
1: South Florida. Do you, uh, Con- congressional district 27? Do you think Donna Shalala can be defeated? I think so. Yeah. If you, who do you like in the uh, Republican primary?
0: I want Maria Rita, I really do. Okay. Only because I have access to her. I talk to her. Uh, I can speak to her. Um, she
1: needs to go start wearing a Trump Make America Great Again But hat. guess
0: what? She hasn't come into the studio yet. Well, And guess got... who has? Raymond Molina.
1: Raymond Molina is running. Juan Fiol also is uh, out there.
0: Juan, uh, maybe we got to invite him in here. Uh, maybe I'll have a change of opinion, change of heart. No, I'm never. not voting in that district anyway, so I'm only what, giving what's you...
1: A, your, who's your congressman?
0: My congressman right now uh, is, is a Democrat, and he's a, a real turkey shooter. Who's that? Uh, who's my congressman?
1: Debbie Wasserman Schultz?
0: No, man, that's way up north. No, I think
1: it's Donna Shalala.
0: Donna Shalala.
1: That's who I'm talking about. District 27, Juan is running... Raymond Molina and Maria Elvira Salazar. So we'll see.
0: Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not Marcosio. Yes, yeah, it's not Miss Powell. But she's no, Debbie
1: Castle Powell is further west.
0: Further west and, and south. south.
1: Right, 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 right. West so and she's south. the old Carlos Gurbello, your friend. My congress uh, was Eliana Ross. Yeah, she resigned. She. I've heard that she might run for uh, county executive, the uh, Dade County mayor. Uh,
0: really? That gets really sticky in there. Yeah. Alex Panella, Suarez, and her? And uh, five other people?
1: Yeah, Danielle Levine Cava is running, and uh, also uh, Esteban Bobo is running. Yes,
0: Esteban Bobo, a Marco Rubio guy.
1: A Marco Rubio guy?
0: Yeah, his wife runs his office here locally.
1: Well, he's going to be at the uh, Old Cutler Republican Women's Club tomorrow night. So I'm going to try to go there for uh, and have dinner and uh, listen to him. To yeah, I think you
0: go for the free dinner, don't you?
1: <laughs> it's not free.
0: What do you mean?
1: It's not free? It's almost free, but yeah, no. It's a, it's a lot of good camaraderie, but no, there are a lot of good uh, local elections. I think, for example, in the uh, 26th district.
0: Ed, are you swinging?
1: No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, in the 26th district, I heard uh, the
0: Republicans are like real. Debbie groups, Murca- are, are you are, kidding? A real provocative swingers.
1: No, the Republicans, are the oldest uh, group. But uh, Debbie Murkowski Powell is going to be challenged by Irina Villarino. I think she's going to win the Republican Party. I, I sat Premier next and, to
0: her during a Lincoln Day dinner. Yeah, and you
1: I, went to this year's Lincoln Day no, dinner? No, I didn't. Oh, okay.
0: no. it was uh, the year the, uh, the Ted Cruz spoke. She, okay, she was to my right. I was. She was an interesting girl. I, yeah, I, I kind of liked her story and all.
1: Very dynamic. She was but at the I didn't White feel, House last I year.
0: I didn't feel like she was very conservative. But then again, I measure it up against me,
1: you know. Yeah, I, it's funny because she w- she w- made a presentation at the Miami Freedom Forum where there are a lot of people from all over, and this woman uh, who is a, a retired uh, bank banker from London, and she's uh, she's also a, a fellow at the Inter uh, International uh, Institute for Economic Affairs in London. So she's a real Margaret Thatcher fan. Listen to Irina Villarino and said, you sound like a liberal. And Irina was very, very upset. But I think you know, you're know you right. You have to give them that kind of uh, criticism and you know, tell them that they have to you know, learn what it is to be a conservative and then follow the conservative line. But Irina has a very good personal story. As an immigrant coming over on the uh, Mariel boat lift, her family has a chain of Cuban restaurants, and so it's hard work pulling yourself up by your bootstraps uh, immigrant story. So we'll see. I think she's going to be a strong candidate uh, over there. There's another guy running in the Republican primary who endorsed Kevin uh, Andrew Gillum in the last election. So oh. I, what a rhino, right? Jeez. How can he be running in the, in the Republican primary?
0: <sighs> My God. Yeah. It, it's so difficult to be a Republican in our in our country because we really are deviant within our party. Most people don't real, realize the role of government. And to be a conservative, you gotta pretty much eliminate almost all roles that are presently performed by government have to be either repealed eliminated or seriously well, at least not
1: count on them
0: No they just shouldn't exist I mean right. half the things the government is doing they have no role in doing them mm-hmm. and um, I mean really the role of the government is only for national defense foreign and domestic to defend enemies of foreign and domestic and the court system right? Which I guess is law and order, so that's kind of like in the, the police state. And that's it. What else is there for a government to do? They're not. They're. They're. Uh, is there a mandate in the Constitution in any way or form? That, does it mention the mail system in any way or form?
1: Yeah, but you can privatize that. FedEx and UPS. But it is mandated,
0: in and the, in, there is yeah, some mention. Yeah, but they, they
1: don't. They, they. don't have to operate it themselves. They have to make sure that there's a, a mail service, postal service.
0: And it is mentioned in the. It Constitu- is
1: mentioned. Yeah, that's one of the powers. But it doesn't mean you have to operate. It's like the schools. We are. We are all in favor big of public mistake. schools, but they shouldn't be operated by the government. You should not right. Absolutely they should not. Let the parents or whoever charter operators, whoever. I'm, mean, a... you
0: know, I'm still, I'm still obsessed with the fact that Amendment 17 just damaged the country so bad.
1: You mean to the cons- U.S. Constitution?
0: It just diluted it. It just eliminated the power of the states, and that's conservatism. If these people that are in our party cannot repeal Amendment 17, they're going to screw our kids so bad.
1: Well, that's part of convention of states.
0: Yeah, and I see uh, how often it comes up. Uh, I'm really uh, impressed.
1: You know what the most uh, popular uh, amendment is? Term limits. Yep. Yep. Because you
0: guys are a bunch of gomers.
1: Oh. You know,
0: right. you know, you're a gomer when everybody's thinking alike. How many generals? How many leaders? How many great uh, men Statemen? have repeated that same line? if everybody's thinking alike, somebody's not thinking. It's so obvious. If you guys, if it's that popular, you know, it's a stupid idea. It's that simple. And by the way, District 27 is a real bay. It's probably the only district in America where most of it is water. Look, look right. at the map. I just pulled it up.
1: Where is it from? Because uh, it was from, a little bit. It goes a little, from Brickell to um, where? Palmetto Bay?
0: It goes on, on, uh, almost all of Miami Beach.
1: It goes to Miami Beach, okay. Almost
0: all. It's uh, definitely all of Key Biscayne, but it really goes all the way to Biscayne National Park where there aren't any citizens. It's south. Mean it's vis- more yeah. It's more east than it is. No, west. they have
1: uh, they have Look. they go through Coral Gables and they go yeah, west but Miami. It's,
0: but it's more west. Sorry, more east. Yeah. Than it is west where there okay. are people. There's water, a lot so, of fish. Uh, you think the fish? So yeah, this is the Nemo district. Unbelievable. They're looking for Nemo, and it's amazing because they gerrymandered it and they. It's a bunch of water you can see the map well right what, I, what
1: i've been told by different republican uh, lobbyists is that the current setup of the of the district is very democrat and that it was done under court order so we have to wait for the redistricting which will be presumably will, will be controlled by re- republicans after the 2020 census to make it a more republican congressional district and give an opportunity. So give I don't some see how of, you would. Give some no of where, the Democrat areas, like Miami Beach is very Democrat. I don't even think
0: uh, uh, the only way you can make it more Democratic Debbie. is to go up to uh, the Hialeah area. And there that's, you go. And that's a 50-50. That's
1: diaz Ballard. Yeah. Right now he has that.
0: They would probably. They should probably make that all one district. But and you can't because of and its and size. Give,
1: and give some of the uh, Miami Beach uh, very liberal areas to uh, uh, Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz.
0: No man, Schultz is up in Broward County.
1: No, she comes down in North Miami Beach. Aventura. Her area. district
0: is that long? Yeah,
1: she comes Th- down. Because there are several districts. You got you got Federica Wilson, you got Elsie Hastings, who was impeached as a federal judge for bribery, and now he's on the rules committee for the impeachment hearings. Uh, what
0: district would be Walterman Schultz.
1: I think she is north of
0: Oh, give me a number.
1: Donna Shalala. I don't know the number.
0: Oh come on, man! You're an attorney. You're supposed to know these. No, things. I don't know
1: all the number. I know 27 and 26. Jeez, that's down here.
0: So in other words, uh, you know, for me to research this, you got to give me. what, would it be the 28th district?
1: No. No, no. There are only 27 districts in Florida.
0: So you know more than you're pl- you're playing yourself out to be, man. You're playing dumb, and then you know all.
1: I know there are only twenty-seven. I know where twenty-seven and twenty-six are. I know that uh, the district that includes Hialeah goes all the way to Naples. Naples is a pretty Republican area.
0: I wish you would give me a number.
1: I don't have her number.
0: Jeez, you don't have
1: Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz. I don't know have her uh, district number, but I, I can. There are a lot of Democrat uh, congressional districts up in Broward County.
0: I think I nailed it here, twenty-fourth. Oh God. Um, I I can't believe she's I I had no idea she was a, a part of Dade.
1: I think it well it comes down to.
0: Well, the district it looks like it's Federica's because it goes up to Pembroke Pines.
1: Okay, that's Federica Wilson.
0: And it cuts diagonally through Hialeah, but doesn't really penetrate. Uh, it's not very Hispanic at all, and it stays on the shore all the way up to. Sunny Isles. So, Frederica Wilson's is in a real cruddy, muddy, muddy North Miami district, which is really low-income and completely dorky, dorky, horky, dorky. Uh, That's
1: in Broward County?
0: No, uh, northern, northern... Miami
1: D- Miami Gardens?
0: Of the Pembroke Pines. Oh, okay. The Pembroke Pines is already Broward. So, we are... We Look at this massive district here, the 17th Congressional District, a huge chunk of land between Brannington to the south, no, Naples to the south. Who is the 17th district? Who, who is
1: whatever? that uh, diaz Uh
0: No, it's farther north. Okay. And
1: that's a huge... diaz includes Hialeah, or I, most I, of I Hialeah. Course, yeah. And, I think and then he, it goes west to uh, Naples.
0: And he gerrymandered it himself so that he, because he was in the, I believe, in the state legislature when he did it. All right. <laughs> You know he was fantastic. He did it for himself.
1: And now he ran for it and won.
0: Uh, yeah, his brother. Uh, his brother. Uh, he ran for his brother's old seat. Okay. So that's. Um, I'm trying to figure out here. My LASIK is failing me. So I don't know what else to tell you. Other than, what's going to be in store for Blink Radio 2020?
1: Oh, we'll see. We'll
0: what see. We'll see. Are you changing parties?
1: No, I'm. Not. I'm stuck in this party. No, nowhere else to go.
0: With no idea, do you think uh, you will uh, actually do something remarkable for Rory and help Amanda. For Maybe a parent- I'll
1: focus on uh, legislative reform
0: in Tallahassee. Yes. Not reform. Reinvention.
1: Reinvent. Okay, just amend the uh, statute.
0: You think you will ever read the Parent Guardianship School website? Sure.
1: When? When? There, how is it? Guess what I bu- did to the font. When's your book coming I, out?
0: I, Roger was very proud of me.
1: What? Made it bigger.
0: I made it bold. The oh, text good. The text is now bold for peabodys Old-timers. like yourself. Yeah.
1: So how's your uh, book coming? You're working with your. Uh, the book's already editor? done.
0: You just need to read it.
1: Okay. No, but where's the editor? The, I thought it was being edited.
0: It, yes, uh, I believe that the changes have been made, and then there's about maybe a hundred and but uh, uh, about a hundred words left. To well, there's twenty questions.
1: So you think you'll get it all done by the end of the year? Am and I? Yeah, get it to I, the
0: publisher. I, I, the publishers are very annoyed and charging me more money for my delay.
1: So get it to them this year.
0: I believe it. I believe it's going to be a Christmas book, maybe. All right. Maybe. Uh, I think the Kindle version will come out first so those who want to read my book for free now before be I, I shut down the shut down the website the where I asked for the reinvention of the United States by affect not effect and I have the best southern border wall
1: right I With have a the train the be- going on top and a uh, natural gas pipeline
0: Yeah okay it's kind of sublime the way you describe it but anyway it's the greatest civil works project since the Hoover Dam all right. And it competes with the Panama Canal. There was a question
1: today: Can we build the Hoover Dam today?
0: I don't think we could. No.
1: Right. That's a good
0: question. I would. Uh, I would believe we wouldn't have a, a tributary to apply the dam to. Right. Uh, where? Where? What? What? Colorado which, River, I think. Colorado River to accumulate it for what? To create power or to create more water for California? Both. Because <laughs> I think California is going to run out of fresh water if Colorado cuts them off.
1: Well, they need to start building dams to capture all this rain that falls on them every Or
0: years. finally, uh, blow up the volcanoes underneath the North Pole. You know
1: that uh, Pacific Gas and Electric is planning more power outages uh, later this week.
0: I think the the Cuban the Cuban Communist Party also made the same announcement. Okay. You think there's a you think there's a correlation? They're run
1: by the same people, communists. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's, California is going backwards.
0: Not only that, but typhoid, uh, yeah, they typhus. Have
1: disease. They have uh, poop on the sidewalks,
0: disgusting. Yes, it's incredible. What political bipolar disorders do to, to the American people, they rationalize the irrational. And I always uh, uh, had this new friend on Instagram. She doesn't know she's my new friend, but since she's, she's got an open Instagram, I just fall, started following her so I could listen to her rubbish. And uh, she's a lunatic liberal. And she puts that famous uh, Pro- Propaganda 101 by Edward Bernays as if she's not affected herself by it. She's warning us of propaganda. So I comment to her, I go, darling, this is what's actually ailing you. And you're warning us of it. You're completely contaminated. Oh, come on. yep. Go to my website, progressivevirus.com. You'll see what you have. And I think most of you should uh, go to my site. Just Google progressive virus. Okay. The political bipolar disorder of the left, how they drive down the birth rates of the very social economic class that they need to fund their programs into the future, and the country's being seriously affected by the fact that Americans are aborting themselves and new immigrants are massively out-reproducing Anglo-Americans, almost two and three to one. And at the same time, there's an abortion study that shows that browns and blacks out-abort whites. Yeah, by a lot. By a lot. So there's a conflict there. Why is it that I reproduce? Why are we going to be the majority of Americans by 2050 if that fact is true? Explain that to me. Because the ones who aren't aborting actually end up having four or five kids, right? Making up for those who are aborting.
1: Not necessarily. I don't know anybody who's having four- too many people having four or five kids these days.
0: Uh, come to keep us game, my friend. Really? You'll see four or five cars in every parking lot. In every, okay. in every in every in every garage now who do you uh, are there's a is there a democratic debate today or no? isn't there a debate coming up?
1: I don't think so. this is Thanksgiving coming up, so I don't think they're going to be uh bothering people a debate There's a, there's a debate
0: coming up I thought the the Democrats were debating sometime soon. We got to be up this to speed week? on this show no,
1: I don't think so It's not
0: very concrete we've got to be concrete,
1: but for... what do you think of Michael
0: Bloomberg? I believe that he can waste a, about 250 million bucks, and I believe he wants to get Trump reelected. He does, doesn't want, what's her name, elected, period.
1: Elizabeth Warren?
0: All the billionaires are saying, hey, dude, we'll reimburse you. Run against her, split the vote, <laughs> leave Trump alone. He's given us a, a well, crap load of tax breaks, leave the guy alone. Everybody and their mother wants Donald Trump reelected, except for those who have spoken otherwise. But you think the billionaires? And why did they speak up? They they're scared, doofus, about her getting elected, or Bernie, or any of them really. There isn't a single candidate that wealthy people are comfortable with, not one.
1: Except the Trumpster.
0: Except the Trumpster, who they know that deep down inside Trump, he's got a lot of liberal in him, enough for him to well, carry the Trump day. Well, Trump
1: is a pragmatist, so that yeah, don't, him he, to empty, he, empties out, he
0: empties out the jails. Okay, that was very liberal. He signed the biggest budget in the history of yeah, mankind. Yeah, he's got
1: to get a hold of that spending.
0: uh uh-huh. We told you so. And it is what it is, man. We are we are in it. Oh. No,
1: but he's cut taxes. He has completely uh, reduced regulations in a reasonable way, especially energy in the and the environment. libertarian
0: type way.
1: Energy and the environment, getting out of the Paris climate, and all that and stuff. And also
0: be, becoming... Energy independent.
1: Right. That's very important. And then number three, I think he's appointed 158 conservative federal judges already.
0: That's his and greatest more, legacy. more to come. Ladies and gentlemen, when you think about politics, if you don't want to get involved about the details and the minutiae, you can always listen to blink radio. And we never talk about call because, quite frankly, I don't want a bunch of lefties calling me and me just, you know blurbing out a bunch of obscenities because I run the risk of uh, being profane but uh, we're live streamed all over the world on wsqfradio.com forward slash live you can hit our tab the next day and you'll get this recording Uh, our phone number is 305-365-7777 here locally but I'm not going to answer any calls between now and the last seven minutes of our show just want you to know that we have uh, a phone a 21st century phone with a speaker. Then it's a toll-free, 1-844-645-9773, toll-free. We have that, too. Not very common among community radio, low-power radio stations like ourselves. Okay. And we live stream on something that's really, really cool, Radio Garden, where the satellite of all the live streamings worldwide, check out the site and, you know, zoom in with your fingers, if you have an iPhone, I don't know if it works on Android. I have to assume it does. And you zoom in to Key Biscayne, the island of Key Biscayne, right off the coast of Miami, and there'll be a little green dot there. And you move your cursor over the dot, and we'll turn on. Then, naturally, what will happen is that you'll see other live streamings all over the world. And it's really cool to just go around with your phone, navigating to different live streams nationwide. Today, I listened to Cuba. You did? I, yeah, I went to La Isla de los Pinos. Oh, yeah, that's a prison colony. Isla de colony. la Juventud.
1: Prison colony.
0: Yeah, uh, and I listened to their their Radio Rebelde kind of stuff. Okay. It was kind of, uh, you know, typical. Are co- they
1: complaining about uh, they're getting mistreated in Bolivia?
0: They I mean, may, They weren't talking about politics at all. Okay. They just they stuck to the music. It's interesting how Latin
1: America is really on fire. I mean, at the beginning of the year.
0: I don't find it interesting. I find it long overdue.
1: Well, it's, we've been
0: warning about it, it since the seventies.
1: Yeah, the um, it, at the beginning of the year, the the interim president of Venezuela, Juan Guaido, tried to knock out Maduro. Maduro helped was able to hold on, and uh, I think there's kind of a counterattack going on. Uh, Chile has been seeing a lot of civil unrest. Same thing in Ecuador.
0: Remember, that's the real agreement among the communists.
1: Yeah, that's Just right. It's being exercised. Very and very coordinated. All the attacks in Chile. Of course, in, in Soros, Chile.
0: Soros banking it.
1: And so, and but on the other hand, in Bolivia, the communist president tried to stay on and through voter fraud, but apparently there was enough uh, opposition, and he finally left. He's in a plane that tells you something that he went to Mexico City tells you what kind of a president Mexico has but that's another story. Uh-huh. So it seems like there's a, uh-huh, a victory uh-huh. for democratic forces in Bolivia, but uh, Venezuela is still wide open.
0: Ecuador, Correa Ecuador- tried to pull a fast one too. Right.
1: They there were the roads were cut. I know somebody, a missionary from our church in Ecuador was subjected to a revolutionary tax by the uh, people cutting the road if you want to drive through. So yeah, it's a it's a real mess.
0: All because notice how, all
1: well, because the Monroe Doctrine was uh, withdrawn
0: for the Treaty of Relations in April of
1: 1961. I would say,
0: really, uh, yeah. what? it was 61. Well,
1: it was in in fact.
0: I thought it was uh, with, I thought it was, you know, formally repealed when the Treaty of Relations was passed. No,
1: no. I mean, it's just uh, the Monroe Doctrine is just a doctrine of the U.S. and State Department, and
0: to collect money for Europe no, so no, that no. European just, ships just to make
1: sure that. Uh, the U.S. kept any European powers out of collecting the their debts. Anything, yeah,
0: yeah. Keep so the we Ur- would
1: do it for them, or right? We would keep collect their debts, right? But that's that changed.
0: And the Treaty of Relations uh, by FDR pretty much eliminated the Platt Amendment and the Monroe Doctrine. And look well, what we have: a weed infested. Guess what? SoftBank, for instance. Yes. This is my final point. SoftBank. Uh, multi-billion dollar conglomerate out of Tokyo, right. is, is now the number one investor other than China in Latin America.
1: Why is that? What did they buy?
0: They not, it's not that they bought anything. Is they're infusing dollars to the tune of $60 billion into Latin America.
1: For what kind of investments?
0: Technology. Technology. They say that the greatest talent in the world right now is Latin American talent. All right. And they believe it's undersubsidized, and it's a third- the no, no, the number yeah, it's a third it has the third of uh venture capital, and yet it's half the GDP of China, mm-hmm. and twice the size of the GDP of India, and yet it only has a third of the investment capital of both of those countries. So they decided to, to so what
1: countries are they like? Chile. Yep.
0: And so that's very small. Chile, Colombia, Colombia, sure, and of course Brazil. Yep, those three. And uh, I, they make no mention of Argentina.
1: Yeah, Argentina is going to go through some more unrest with this uh, new government. They're gonna—they probably could do a default.
0: Now remember, you did a lot of business there, so some of this is your fault. Absolutely. So, um, uh, ha- happy uh, happy Grampy Grampy Day yep. to you.
1: Happy uh, merry uh, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas to all.
0: And was, uh, as far as the Concrete Conservatives is concerned, we'll see you next year. Okay. So stay free, my friends. We're going to have to uh, harden up ourselves for the next 2020 election and start thinking, what are we going to do after the age of Trump? It's all you and we me. we got to get him reelected. You and me. All right. Take care, my friends.